0: folks we are back 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 as chris berman say, this is episode 76 of the beer money podcast i was thinking about calling this maybe episode one of season three right this is technically season three for us right buzz
1: yeah i didn't think about that yeah 2021 yeah, is one. Yeah, yeah. i don't
0: know it's hard but
1: yeah it is yeah well i was thinking first year we did it's just the first year we did so much more and second year we kind of did a lot more winging so i was thinking yeah. like feels like we had one year but yeah you're right yeah so this season three
0: season premiere of season three episode uh one of season three we're still gonna call it episode 76 but this is our third season doing football uh for the show and we're glad to be back uh i took the summer off um because i guess really the juice wasn't worth the squeeze so to say mm. so to speak you know everybody had a busy summer.
1: Yeah, it was. frankly,
0: it's not really any of your business why we didn't record. Yeah, kidding.
1: yeah. <laughs> to be honest, I don't really give a shit what you yeah. think now. Uh, um, no, to be honest, it was a super busy summer. And yeah. uh, on top of that, it's football. It's just football seasons where it's fun. Yeah, it's, it's not like I don't like other yeah. sports and shit, but like I'm going to spend yeah. time like more time invested yeah. in football. Season. If
0: you're wondering what you missed over the summer, it was basically just me trying to not gamble on baseball for a long time. Then I did for like two weeks. Um, did pretty well. Then I got killed. Then I stopped. So mm-hmm. here we are, cool. uh, end of August. About to be. It's actually September Eve right now. It's about to be September tomorrow.
1: Yep, August thirty first. Shit. Yeah, yeah, it is. But anyways, twenty twenty three like is going through. I feel dumber. Everything you say, I have to think about it. <laughs> Jesus. we haven't recorded in a while you can tell. I'm it's, not quick. On you know,
0: this. it's it's tough to be around a big brain like mine. You know, you
1: know they it's say about big, big brain.
0: brain. Yep. Yep. Autism. Yes. Uh, Episode 76, uh, of course, is brought to you by Kyle McGeechan of two rivers realty. I've got a little Mm -hmm. note about that once we finish this part, but, um, brought to you by Kyle McGeechan, two rivers realty. Uh, if you're looking to buy or sell greater Bangor area, Eastern central Maine, um, hit up Kyle McGeechan. He's your guy. He's going to take care of you. um, Getting into the fall weather, if you want to uh, get your moving done before winter hits, now would be a good time to start looking into that. So hit up Kyle McGeechan of Two Rivers Realty. Best way to get in touch is his email address. I believe it's Gmail. Um, So Buzz Alwins, if you don't mind, Um, if you remember how to spell, can you Hit us with uh, Kyle's Gmail address. It's
1: been a long summer, but I believe it is Kyle at gmail.com, which is T-W-O-R-I-V-E-R-S-K-Y-L-E at gmail.com. And for real, you should definitely get on it soon if you are interested because this dude is getting incredibly busy. It's from year one to year three where we haven't had any growth. He's had a lot. Mm-hmm. He is killing it right now. So if you want him, you got to hit him up soon. He's more than willing to take on more. He's the classic. Mm-hmm. He's, a grower, over- not, well, he's, he's a grower not a shower. Uh, yes, yes, 100%. Well, he's a classic. I'll take on everything and then be like, "Oh shit, but he's always going to get it done." Mm-hmm. Dude will stay up all night. You know, 30 kids doesn't give a shit. He mm-hmm. just goes hard. Yep. But for real, you should hit him up sooner than later cuz he is super busy, but it's because he's worth it. Yeah, he can stay up all
0: night and it's totally not to do with any sort of like math or anything. He would no. never he would never do something like that. So No. Um, but speaking of Mr. McGeechan, I want to run this by you. Um, he sent a meme to our group chat earlier, um, is actually about being a realtor It said, um, what was it? It was said,
1: uh, uh yeah, that's a great, it will follow, follow up with seeing how busy he is and how good he is. But.
0: Yeah. So what was it? Oh yeah. So it was, um, so this meme is, uh, the text says nobody can, in quotes, it says nobody can drink and work at the same time. And then it says realtors and it's a picture of Leo DiCaprio from the Django movie where he's holding the drink and kind of like laughing. Mm-hmm. That that I think hopefully people know that, know what I'm talking about, but anyways,
1: you I are at, a big Django fan. So he
0: looked at this. He he sent this meme, and I looked at this, and I was like, "That's like that's what like I don't know. I feel like that's like a soccer mom meme. Like soccer moms would see that and be like, that's hilarious.' I he, when I saw that pop in the like mm, chat, I was, yeah. I was I was honestly a little disappointed, in Kyle.
1: To be honest, it made me laugh just because I feel like that's how he was feeling at the time. <laughs> But the same thing. I think I was. I wish I was prepped to shit on him because I'm not. I yeah. thought we were gonna talk him up, and now we're doing this. So I'm not ready to I shit on. him. I would never talk up Kyle ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. No. Trust me. I'm trying to think of like shit talk for him right now. But either way, what I what I do know is, uh, if he's drunk, he's still selling great houses. That's you know? true. So That's you true. know, he might be hammered, but you're gonna get a great deal. Yeah. And he's gonna do all the work for you. Back before America got soft, you know, real men used oh, yeah.
0: to have. Real men used to drink their lunch. They'd go oh. out for. A liquid lunch, as they say. The milkman hammered banging oh, moms maybe. all day. I mean that's what right. we did. He's a milkman, all right.
1: That's what American
0: Men did back then. That's why he's that's why he sprouted out three uh, offspring. Because he is a milkman. He knows how to
1: Last I remember he said he was sick and tired of humane football just not being what they should be. And he was like, At the <laughs> very least, I'm dynasty. gonna put an entire team together. Just yeah. my kids. Uh huh. I was like, you know what? You need mm-hmm. it. You need yeah. it. I, I know one thing.
0: Mm. He's going to have he's going to have at least one tight end and a wide receiver. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Or they're all or they're all three going to be competing for the uh, high school JV punting punting uh, job. So,
1: Mm. yeah, or the holder. Yeah. Kyle was super unathletic and shitty at sports. So that makes sense.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, yes, episode 76.
1: So how was was your summer? You had a busy summer buzz did have a busy summer. Um, a lot of shit happened. A lot Jesus. of shit happened, yeah. yeah. Got a baby on the way. mm mm-hmm. Got a puppy. Got a puppy. And I got married. Got married, yeah. I hit a bunch of miles. Still got a new job. Hit a bunch of milestones in one summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, great. Good for you. Wow. Mm. Oh, great. Well, what's weird is I still feel like I suck at everything, you know? So it's not, mm-hmm. you can do it, but it's still like, mm-hmm. doesn't mean I'm doing it good. Yeah. I'm working on it. And I'm
0: I'm starting to get to that point in my life, Buzz, where I'm the only I'm now officially the only friend in the in the close homie friend group that is like hasn't done any of that. Like I'm the one I'm I'm officially that guy of the friend group where everyone else is married, has kids, all that stuff, and I'm just like getting drunk, betting on football, and hopefully taking down a, f- a four and a half once in a while. Mm, yeah, f- maybe 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 a six with
1: the lights off, four and a half with them on. They're all tens with lights off. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, come on. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> I mean, we're at ten with the lights off. Are you? I mean, hope yeah. can't see anything. Yeah, that's true. If I'm literally not at ten when you literally don't know what I am, that's that's mm-hmm. really bad. And I also should say, we're actually recording this from uh, Bazawin's garage. Mm-hmm.
0: And when I first walked in here, every time I walk in here, if for the people at home, I'm trying to, I'm going to paint you a picture. If you can think of what you imagine, Michael, Michael Sam's childhood bedroom. Crossed with, waiting, yeah. crossed with the woodshed from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's pretty much what we're sitting in right now.
1: <laughs> Sounds like you're scared of a real man's garage. I see a lot of tools. See a lot of tools. Yep. See a pretty clean area now. Yeah. Wasn't before. Yeah. See that that is childish. But mm. other than that, I mean, this is why I get to record a lot so You can see what I'm pointing at. Yeah. But I mean, actually, at the same time, it's like we're recording a sports podcast. Why mm. wouldn't I have sports shit on my wall?
0: So you, so I, I'll give you credit for having. I
1: a, also made those when I was like ten. So
0: I'll give you credit for having a Notre Dame football hanging on the wall. But at the same time, it came with a kicking tee. So I feel like that makes it a little bit gay. But well, at one point I thought I could be a kicker. All right, <laughs> brother. I wish you had stuck to that because we might have We might we might have <laughs> had a shot at states if you had just kept True. your hands. The kicker hey. was never
1: on the field, so maybe, Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Mm.
0: But the reason I say Michael Sam's childhood bedroom because you have. I don't know, there's pretty gay teams on that wall Pretty
1: gay teams Like everyone, you know how like there's memes about uh, I I feel like this is like the Billy Mass movie Like if you mean gay by like totally cool, then yeah You're like the New England
0: version of like those Like the people in the South that are like Oh, I love the Cowboys, the Lakers, and Duke basketball
1: Except you like Okay, let's be fair here though Let's make this all make sense I was a huge Bulls fan because of Michael Jordan Same reason I was a North Carolina fan That's the reason why I I wanted to watch them mm -hmm. I didn't honestly, UConn would make a little more sense for around here. It's not like I'm gonna sit there and be like, you mains my team. Like they're on TV, right? Notre Dame was originally my team because we were poor as shit and we had two, five, seven for a long time. Guess what? Notre Dame was always on too. Yep. And the Red Sox makes sense because it's Red Sox. Mm-hmm. So it's not that crazy when you look at it that way. Yeah, I Bet guess. But you feel pretty dumb now, huh? Mm. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, it's, it is 2023, so you're. you're... Who's the same now? Mm? <laughs> You're a little more accepted now. It's 2023, so that's right. I guess I can lay off you a little bit. Yeah, I can do anything I want now. (laughs) That's right. Um, what's next? What's next? Oh, so I want to congratulate uh, Buzz on um, the new foundation. You you founded with everything else you had going. This is
1: what you took your fucking time was just shitting on me. I can already tell it's going somewhere. Your outline was all just shitting on me. No, I'm
0: about to give you your flowers. So, among Mm -hmm. you know, he had a busy summer. Buzz did. He got married. He's expecting a child. He got a new puppy. And in the midst of all that, he found the time to. It's actually a pretty nice foundation, mm-hmm. charity, a little social club. It's, it's, right. uh, he's, he's now the new president of the Waffle Foundation. So the, the Waffle Society, okay, which is an acronym. It's, uh, White Americans for Far Less Equality. Uh, Buzz yeah. Owens is the, uh, the new president of the Waffle Foundation. So, you know, he, he said it's about time white Americans team together and, and get rid of all this equality talk. We don't need that around here. That is right. Yeah, and he, and he fucking loves the waffles, and it's a little wink and nod to the whole chicken and waffles thing. So, I, I think that's really what you're going for. I think it's brilliant. Though. Is this
1: a great time to bring up that you can bet on presidential elections and Trump's plus one eighty five? Ah, uh, that's that
0: would be a Trump move to pivot away from uh, something a little, little racy, such as the Waffle Foundation. But yeah, hmm. go ahead. That's what I'm saying.
1: So you, you I'm look, actually doubling down. I'm saying yeah, <laughs> plus one eighty five, baby. Yeah. Um, I had no idea where you're going with that, the waffle thing. Mm. At zero idea. I was honestly, Blue that, waffle I had all these like weird thoughts in my head. I was like, "Where is he going?" Well, honestly, you know,
0: I, I feel like everyone. It's it's an expectation at this point that I find something to make you look bad, mm-hmm. and so I was really racking my brain today. It's and, Pretty hard, uh, isn't it? And then I was like, "Oh yeah, he founded the Waffle Foundation." Mm-hmm. Completely forgot about that. So there's that. But um, I, yeah, like you said, you are the president of that. But we have to figure out the president of the United States uh, within the next calendar year, pretty much. Thank
1: God we have so many great options though. That's a good thing about exactly. America is they they're like, you know what, we're gonna make sure our people have mm-hmm. really good options. They're not, they're not corrupt, they're not half dead. You know, they they're good. Mm-hmm. They're all good. That's awesome. I love I love every presidential election.
0: You know what you want to know it's crazy. I don't know if you saw this uh this meme or I guess it's not even a meme, it's just a stat. But Bill Clinton is currently younger than both of the main presidential candidates running in twenty twenty four. So Bill Clinton mm. currently is younger than Donald Trump and Joe Biden.
1: Mm. Can you believe that? Uh, the with Biden, yes. Trump, I guess yeah, I know he's older and shit. But I mean, Biden literally looks half dead. Speak of that, this is completely. I don't mean to tangent, but Mitch McConnell, do you see that? I mean, like oh, yeah, two or three froze, times now. He froze again. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's like the glitch in the matrix. This dude just like stops. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the second time he's had a stroke on TV. Yeah. He just like stops. Yeah, he just stops in the middle of it. And then after they're like, "All right, re-election, don't forget him." I'm like. If that dude is still kicking, I'll be shocked. Honestly, yeah. same with Biden. I and, don't think this dude's going to be kicking long enough.
0: And how about it's almost like he like short circuits. It's like, because did you hear what the question was that the reporter asked? Oh, no, yeah.
1: They They're like, like,
0: are you going to run? Yeah. Are you going to run again for re election? And he just like, like, fucking.
1: Dude, this dude is it's literally the same. Cannot compute. It's like, it's not nothing fucking like as much as we like to joke yeah. around. I really don't give a shit about actually going to politics on this, but it's like legit like the same as Biden. Like these dudes truly aren't there. Like, yeah. for sure. But he's like on a different level of not there. Like they both are, but right. he's like, not just, like, speaking gibberish, like, he's not talking. Mm-hmm. I mean, this dude is, like, dead. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised he's so what's that dude from uh, the the UK's dude there that looks like all the memes of him, like, literally dead in a car. They're like, he's coming back, like, Prince, uh, is it Philip, or? Oh, uh, the one that just took over? Maybe the one that's literally, like, dead all the It looks completely deaf. I can't remember. We'll get, it doesn't matter. The point King, is. King Charles? The one that just, like, got it with the fat fingers? Now, talk about the one member who was, like, in, like, they had the memes of him in the car. He's, like, like, just completely dead. It looks like he's dead. Like, white as hell. My point is, is this is what Mitch McConnell just looks like. He's I think he's dead. Like, I think he's, like, barely, like, up there. It's, like, they have, like, a string pulling his, like, shit to, like, make him talk. Like, yeah. yeah. But they're going to keep running him out. Like, it's a good choice, guys. It's a good choice. I'm, like, yeah, he's definitely, like, conscious. And they're ready to, like, support Americans for Mm -hmm. sure. But um, but part for up,
0: part for the course, since we are a gambling show yeah. and we are talking about presidential elections.
1: Um I'm truly taking the plus one eighty five drum, yeah. Okay, so that wasn't joking. So Biden's one plus one sixty five.
0: I don't have the list in front of me, but why don't you read oh. off like the top five like
1: I think, yeah. Give me two seconds, I got it right here. It is. Well, they didn't have it in order, which is weird. This is just I can tell you these are ones that pretty much were the top ones that they put on here. So Kamala Harris, plus thirty three hundred, because she's a dumb bitch. Joe Biden, plus one sixty. He's only plus 160? Yeah, I, he, I don't understand how he's not like a plus 3,000. I don't think he's going to live that long. But anyways, right. but he's plus 160. Uh, Trump, plus 185. Mike Pence, plus 3,500. Nikki Haley, plus 3,500 on there. And AOC, the ever-intelligent bartender, plus 3,500. 3,500 or 3,500? 3, 3,500. Really? Kamala Harris is thirty three hundred. Mike Pence thirty five. Yeah, yeah, yep. She's hmm. the same as them. Interesting. I think it's really going to come down to Trump or Biden. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same thing again. So,
0: so and and they're pretty much the same odds. If you really, I mean, it's not separated
1: by much. So if mm. well, that's if, why I took my odds early now because I don't want to see that shit get more even. If, you, if you had
0: to take one, which which one are you taking?
1: I'm taking a little extra juice. I'm taking plus one eighty five. Yeah. Taking Trump. Yeah. Okay. Strictly because of the juice. Because I don't care about any of these because all of the what? The extra money. The juice. Oh, oh! You thought I said Jews? No, 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 juice. I mean, no. Okay. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. What I'm saying, I really the, the truth Trump is the truth is this is like honestly president presidential elections is probably one of the best you could actually do because there's no way anyone actually likes and like like truly thinks either one of these are like our best options. So you're not you're not going off like any you're not gonna be shouldn't be biased with it if you're mm. biased then like you're pretty much as dumb as them because they mm. both suck. So it's like. Well, actually, it's not true. I'll 100% take Trump over Biden, yeah. which does sound bad, but it's, I, I think Biden's like half dead is a problem. Well, like you
0: were saying, like, like you were saying earlier, Buzz, like, honestly, like there shouldn't even be a race between Trump and Biden because Trump should be finishing up his second term. But the De- the Democrats stole it, like you said mm. earlier.
1: So like I said earlier, yes. Yeah.
0: But so I've he's, already
1: said January 6th should be a national holiday. Yeah. 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 We'll be, We'll be back. Yeah. It's coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be there. Yeah. You, I mean, you're. We're gonna record
0: live from outside the White House, I think. <laughs> I know. I know a few guys. We might be able to pull some strings. Get in. Get inside the fence. Broadcast from the front lawn. Mm. <laughs> see what the death toll is this time, baby. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got the over under at twelve, but we'll see. Yes.
1: Um. Yeah. So those are the pres- presidential odds. Yeah, I mean, we we're gonna talk about it at some point. but It was just perfect time to throw them in because you talked about my waffle foundation. it yeah. Need to be said. Um. Other than that, what about you this summer? You got anything big to talk about? What have I been up to? Yeah, because I know, you know, touching yourself, eye in the barrel of a shotgun, all that stuff. But anything else, or? Let me tell you, drinking, fapping, fapping, drinking. Oh, what's to be young again?
0: <laughs> That's right. Mm-hmm. And getting left on red, baby. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Scream at your phone. You lost. You missed out. Yeah. And, um... Quick shout out to our buddy uh Casey. Nope. He's he's also okay. uh he's currently in Vegas. He's getting paid to be in Vegas on his birthday. He's on a work retreat in Vegas.
1: Mm-hmm. Um it's for the elite of the elite. Um so he lives a really tough life. Yeah, he does really. Yeah. He really does. I feel yeah. bad for the guy. He literally just stumbles mm-hmm. into new cars, new money, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> literally, he could literally roll his ankle, fall down, they'd be like, Oh, he's a million dollars just because. Yeah. And he's like, oh, thanks, I guess. Yeah. Should get more, but um, yeah, he's currently on Vegas, so. Oh, he's going to come back and be like, hey, guys, I, I got, you know, $1.6 I won.
0: Yeah.
1: I won a big one. Yeah. You guys don't get any, though, but yeah, you can watch me. Watch me fucking spend it. He, so, right before he left. I actually hope he does. So, since it's, there. like, a corporate retreat, they're doing, like,
0: a big um, concert for, like, all their employees that are going to be there, and I believe Casey told me the concert is uh, Katy Perry, and he was not he was not pumped about that.
1: I don't, I don't think I would be either. I mean, it's a free
0: concert, and Katy Perry's hot. Like, I would I would go watch Katy Perry.
1: I think I would scalp those tickets if, if they gave them to me. 100.
0: I don't know if that's how that works, but maybe.
1: I guess everything's digital now, right?
0: Can well, you, that and, like, I'm pretty sure since it's, like, a like a company thing, like, you probably have to, like, walk in and be like, my name is such and such, like, and they have, like, a list and shit.
1: Since once I have the rules applied to him. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. I would try to scalp them at least. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100%. It was so funny though. He was like, uh,
0: he's like looking at the thing. He was like, "Who? What is Allegiant Stadium? Like, who plays there?" And I was like, "Oh, that's only like one of the like newest stadiums in the NFL. Like, it's the Raiders Stadium. Like, everyone knows about it. Like, it looks like a yeah. spaceship." And like, of course, he didn't know.
1: But he, he's the one that will th- throw in bets and win.
0: Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <so> that's awesome. <laughs> but
1: um, I think that's honestly the secret. Just don't don't look. Yes. Yeah. And then, uh, one last note. Um, I was anointed
0: commissioner of our fantasy league that Buzz and I are in, among you know, some other folks. You I, am, I, Mr. I did
1: everything I could to get rid of that. I am so happy you took it. Yeah. About. I did um, not want to do that bullshit anymore.
0: So, we did our draft last week. Uh, all that stuff's out of the way. So, so far, if you had to put a grade on me for my performance as commissioner, F. F. As, as F. F. F, really.
1: The first thing you did was magically get the first pick. <laughs> and the second thing you did. Was get the guy that lives next to you, magically the second pick. He didn't have the second pick. Yes, he did. You guys were on two. Casey, hundred percent. No, he didn't have second pick. I promise you, he didn't. He had like the sixth or seventh or something like that. Maybe I don't think he did. Let me check. You keep going, the check. Either way, it stays at F. It stays at F. Why do I have an F? Because you got the first pick. I just already know that you're you're doing I think that's, shit.
0: I think that. That's actually a good call that you they brought up. I wouldn't have remembered to bring that up, but that is hilarious. Like, uh, there's like an option on ESPN Fantasy. Like, you can either do a manual selection of like the draft order, or you can have it randomized. And ESPN randomized it for me, and I did. not You're right. I just so happen to have the first overall pick, but I want to go on the record saying I didn't even want the first overall pick.
1: What's Casey's scene name? Presidential sniffs. That's okay. There, well another little clip here Casey decided this year that his entire family yeah needed his to be entire a part family joined right yeah so now we have a 40 man league it, <laughs> it's 30 it's 32 Wardwells yeah well I saw that's literally there's team Wardwell team N Wardwell and then I thought team Wardwell was Casey because it literally popped up like you and then him yeah so that's why I thought he got the second pick yeah well boy were you wrong hmm mm. Well, either I way, I don't
0: think I deserve an F, man. You can't bump that up a little bit for me.
1: You gotta do something to get a grade somewhere. Mm-hmm. You start at the bottom, you go up. You don't just magically start at A. What if I put on a little little
0: uh, uniform for you, a little schoolboy uniform, bump my grade up, teacher? I'll
1: put you a D plus.
0: D plus. That's what I'm talking. Maybe
1: about. C minus. But that's that's how they you call me. It.
0: That's what they call me. Now, if you do this D weekly, if
1: you do this weekly for every time I record, mm. you get that A. Mm-hmm. How bad do you want it? You know, that's all it comes down to. Sees good degrees, baby. Hmm. All C's right. Good degrees. I ain't got so much confidence in you now. Yeah. Um, you honestly, there's nothing you can do outside of being an absolute asshole to really mess up commissioner. It's just like the extra work I don't feel like doing. Mm. It's really like the back and forth of being like, hey guys, you want to do change any rules? No one says a word. Then halfway through the season, why aren't we doing? I'm like, right. Okay, I only asked five times for this was last year. I only asked five times. Nobody want to change anything. They're, oh. Yeah. I didn't see that. I'm like, well, look in literally the group chat. Yeah. That's I was, why I was like, I don't want to do this anymore because I'm, I'm just yeah. over it. I was
0: going through everything, going through all the uh, settings and stuff, trying to find stuff to kind of like spice it up, make it interesting.
1: Yeah, that's what I was trying to do, and nobody yeah. wanted to respond. I almost I almost did what you did, dictator, I get first pick thing, and so I showed them, and I was just going to set thing yeah. and change it, but I didn't, so mm-hmm. it's on me.
0: Well, I, I'm the asshole that took uh, Jonathan Taylor. In the. and So since I had the first overall pick, that means I had the last pick of the second round. I had to wait the whole time. And Jonathan Taylor remained on the board. I was like, "All right, I got to snag him." Was it twenty fourth pick? Yeah, yeah, twenty fourth.
1: Yeah, yeah, twelve.
0: So now I have that debacle on my hands because Jonathan Taylor isn't going to play until
1: at least week five if he plays at all. Yeah, but honestly, so. at, at that, point, I think he's going to play week five, and I think he's going to ball out. That's just my personal. I opinion. think so too. I mean, I'm saying as much. As I don't want him because I don't want you to do good. Yeah. So I want to win. Right. I will say that's what I truly feel like. He's going to get traded. He's going to go somewhere week five. Because he can't play the first four weeks no matter what now because of... Yeah, yeah, he's on the Pup List. Right, just because yep. of the trade thing. They're going to trade him by then. Because what's the point? If not, they're not going to get anything out of it. They're going to end up trading. Mean, yes, he can have his salary. He can have all these issues with, like, you know, like big salary. Like, he'll lose a bunch of money, this mm-hmm. and that. But he's just going to go out and get a shit ton of money next year. He quick, doesn't care. Quick side note. Uh, one of my,
0: speaking of the Pup List, one of my favorite memories growing up was... Um, you remember Casey Hampton, the nose tackle? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much every
1: year. You got a poster of him on your ceiling, right? Casey Did Hampton? You? Yeah. Um, I have one of Casey Wardwell. I like Casey Hampton, too. You talk about an awful lot, and I feel like it's a childhood thing. Like, Well, uh,
0: anyways, my favorite, pretty much every year is a guarantee that Casey Hampton, because like they do one of the, they do like a. Uh, I
1: didn't mean to embarrass you. They friend. do
0: like a conditioning test, um, and he would fail it every year. And so pretty much until like the last week of training camp, until they couldn't keep him on that list anymore they would put him on the pup list because he was literally physically unable unable to perform because he couldn't run it you know sprints. i think
1: that's big brain moves though because he's like i don't want to do this shit no exactly and then all of a sudden at the end he's just like okay i'm now yeah and then, and then, he, then he plays and he, starts, he starts, and starts and he's fine makes yeah, a bunch of money right he starts no that's yeah. just it's, it's okay. literally that's a veteran move that, that's oh, yeah. what it is that's 100 what it genius. is genius yeah the opposite was uh what's that guy's name i mean now it's that like, big ass dude that stomped on the cowboys lineman's face uh and dominican sue well, he did that a couple times too. No, the one that he ended up going like the Titans, he on the Redskins. Handsworth, yes, Albert Handsworth. Yeah, so the op- Patriots too. Don't forget that. Yeah, well, the opposite. I think of that. that was the last stop of his
0: career. Actually, was Bill Belichick tried to sign him? Big brain, Bill.
1: Man. Yeah, he tried to save him, but but the problem is, he actually wasn't that the year we actually didn't pass it oh, yeah. at all.
0: No, yeah, he sucked. He's
1: bad. No, but didn't he not pass the test at all? Didn't he have to? Maybe, or maybe he did at the very end. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, so um, he didn't play as good, but yeah, I think it's a great move by Casey. Yeah,
0: um, there's no NFL games this weekend. That's that's next weekend, so we're not going to cover the NFL all that much, but I did want to ask you, Buzz, about an um, interesting move a few days ago. The Patriots parted ways with Bailey Zappi and uh, Malik Cunningham. Obviously, no one really gives a fuck about Malik Cunningham, but like the fact that Bailey Zappi started a few games for them last year and now they got cut... I like Zappi, too, and for, and for seemingly no reason. Like when I saw that headline, I just assumed that they had like another
1: guy that they liked. There's better. a there's 100 something there. There's no way they just cut him and but, not only have one quarter. There's something that I, yeah, we no, don't now, know. It not Mac guarantee Jones you, is the only there.
0: quarterback left on the roster.
1: Well, I don't know. Also, you don't give a shit about the Patriots, so you probably haven't bothered to read anything. But it's been very clear that Mac Jones is like pulled away in camp. Like this year, like took big well, yeah, strides. But it's like weird to I like, mean, like I'm saying, like he pulled away, took big strides. So what I'm saying is they made it clear that he's going to be the one, right? So, yeah, see, like, obviously it's super weird. Like, why would you cut? Co- Do you have no, you have one quarterback now, right? Like, what's going on? But that 100%, obviously, there's something that we don't know that he's like they're waiting on. And Belichick's a classic, uh, you know, too cool to tell you what's happening or whatever. Yeah. And like, not that it's, I don't blame them for not wanting to like show cards and stuff, but he's always been like that with everything. So I guarantee you there's something there that's like worth it. There's got to be. Cause if not, like, you're not going to run a season with one quarterback. Right. You're not going to even start one game without one quarterback. Yeah. There's no way. Yeah. So they're going to, there's something there that for whatever reason, everyone doesn't know about because like Twitter, everything's blowing up with like, who the hell is like this? You see all the means like Belichick running out of the tunnel. <laughs> like starting quarterback. Like they're all like, what the hell is this guy doing? Cause nobody knows. And what I'm saying, I feel like there's something there. I seen a whole bunch of shit about Brady and I, there's literally 99.999% chance. That's not any way he's ever going to return and do that. But everyone's kind of throwing that out there just because that's how like baffled everyone is. Like yeah. who the hell would come back that you know that? And that's why everyone's throwing out Brady from what my assumption is because that's the only thing that makes sense as far as who would have inside, like, you know, inside knowledge that nobody else in the league at all knows about. Yeah. It'd be like Kraft and Belichick talking to him shit. So I get why that, like, random thing is out there, but I I really don't think that's it at all. But there's got to be, I mean, like I said, what do you, there's something there that they think is better than Zappi and Cunningham.
0: Well, we know why Bill cut Malik Cunningham. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the Bailey Zappy one isn't, I don't know. I don't yeah. get that he one.
1: told me at the Waffle Foundation why. But I don't I, I but oh look at that. Look at what? Look underneath that blue thing. See it? Oh, yep. Got those traps right there.
0: Hopefully we have a
1: live mouse death on the show. That'd be pretty sweet. We do. Should I set that up right now? <laughs> no. I'll oh, wait until I break, I'm gonna set that trap up. Um We like to kill animals here. Yeah. Boy do we. Um I actually have never seen one in here until now, so that's interesting. Do you want to
0: just give the people what they want? Get into our college football picks.
1: Oh yeah, if you're I done like talking to me, sure. Spinning our wheels and this is what we always do. Yeah, talk shit. Yeah, but I mean, if if you're done talking to me and you don't have a conversation, sure, let's let's go on. Well, what do you,
0: what what did you bring? Uh, what do you bring for the intro?
1: You got any uh, segments or topics you want to talk about? I bring the thunder, baby. That's all I bring. You, you bring the thunder. Yeah, yeah.
0: Thunder, mm. thunder.
1: I don't bring anything else. No. no. No, um, a lot of stuff I do have on here is more NFL stuff anyways. Um, Outside of college football, the odds, we were going to talk really quick about the Heisman, make our early Heisman pick just because. Yeah, we can do that. Yep. So I got something right here that'll be our, this is off uh, a, you know, a, uh, one of the betting books you can use. It's Caleb Williams is the front runner at plus 400. Drake May is second at plus 1600 uh Michael Penix Jr is plus 1600 Bo Nix is plus 1600 We should Jordan Travis is we should plus 1350 on well, Sam Hartman's plus 1400 that is one, two, three, four, five. that's your top 6 Um there is more oh, actually there's a couple down great that's not in order that's why There is a couple more that are on there uh, Jaden Daniels is plus 1000 Quinn Ewers is plus 1,000. So those are some of the picks. I'll just start really quick. I know we're going to do something here, but I'm just going to tell you right now, I as much as I absolutely hate to um, say this, obviously Caleb wins plus 400 for a reason, And I, but I really think a huge reason that is because USC's defense is so shit. He's on the field all the time to build those stats up. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to obviously I mean, go with he, Sam Hartman. He won it last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'm obviously going to go with Sam Hartman, the new Notre Dame quarterback, the transfer. Already, I know it's Navy, but balled out, and guess what, all so the a,
0: so so Sam Hartman is a trans.
1: Yes. Okay. Gotcha. But you know how we do in America now. Mm. We rise, even if he did awful, he's gonna win. Mm-hmm. You know, so I got Sam Hartman at plus fourteen hundred though as my Heisman pick. Okay. For any
0: single reason, or just because he's Notre Dame
1: uh notre dame is the biggest reason 100 percent. but also because i actually think notre dame is going to be in the college playoffs this year because they have an actual legit quarterback they have three legit running backs so they actually have some like movement there they can do some extra shit there they don't just have one or two they rely on and i honestly as much as i liked him because he played notre dame i think tommy really tommy reese leaving was a good thing for that offense because he did way too much of the chip kelly bullshit even when chip kelly left where he'd be like hey i got a power back and brian kelly Brian Kelly, yeah, sorry. Ooh, it's uh, a
0: bad look for Notre Dame fan. Bad yeah.
1: book. Yeah, it is. Bad book. Yeah, I mean, I'm not worried about it all, but what I'm saying is he did the same shit that Brian Kelly did. Even you when Brian Kelly left. What? You can turn that down one notch. Am I screaming? Just one. There you go. So Brian, when Brian Kelly was there, and then when he left, Tommy Reese continued the same bullshit where you have uh, SMA their, their power back, right? They want to run... They want to pull this fancy bullshit where they try to do a whole bunch of motion then run him outside, and then he, should, he gets smoked at the line. And then when they have their speed back, they're like, hey, let's run right up the middle. Like yep. they, they thought they were being tricky, and they weren't. And Tommy Reese continued that bullshit when, he, when after Kelly left. So that was enough for me to be like, All right, you know, Reese got respect. You played Notre Dame, but I'm happy he's gone. I don't think they're going to pull that bullshit anymore. Actually, watching the first game against the Navy, they weren't doing that shit. Like, yeah. es- Esmer's running right up the middle. They're actually doing what they should do with a power back. <laughs> and Hartman looked exactly what everyone expected. Mm-hmm. He was throwing dimes. I know it's Navy, but we've had quarterbacks in the past playing shit teams that did not do that. Right. Notre Dame hasn't had true quarterback in quite a while. Yeah. Like this is I think it's great for Notre Dame. I think that, you know, ten wins is an easy like it has to be ten wins. Mm-hmm. But I honestly think they're gonna I think they're gonna maybe, if anything, they drop one at most, but I think they're gonna be college playoffs. But I don't think they're gonna drop any. I think they're gonna run the table, I think they hit the playoffs. But the problem is I'm not gonna pretend like when you get to Bama, Georgia, it's a whole different thing speaking of i
0: should reveal this i was gonna wait until the game came up when we talked about it but uh i'm gonna reveal it right now i finally come to a decision about my college football fandom for a long time i was a free agent i couldn't really decide on one did you
1: leave me i, I had you last year for what you were like you were, You were literally saying like well i got no one else to watch so maybe i'll pull for notre dame oh that was that was my first year La- did i do it last year too i thought you done last like two Two. well, no. The first year Maybe. you didn't do that. Last first year, you and me were big on Indiana. You didn't really have a team. Then the second year you started going with Notre Dame. Third year you did too. Yeah. But yeah, so you you leaving me already? I am. So I like Bama and Georgia. My top two teams.
0: No, actually, Good. speaking of Chip Kelly, aka Brian Kelly. Yeah.
1: LSU, uh, don't be an LSU. No, yeah, man. I'm gonna go LSU. I actually, actually, you know what? What I don't hate about it is their stadium is dope. I love the electric feel that, like, when, every time you see yeah, that. Yeah, like, awesome. when I was
0: and when I was like uh, a little, a little Big Ben, yeah, a little Big Ben, like growing up, um uh I had a bunch of LSU gear because I thought it was cool that they had the same colors as Bucksport, which was purple and gold. It's cute. Um, yeah. So I was kind of like bouncing ideas around, and then someone I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how like how they've been to all these sec tailgates and like far and away the best atmosphere is LSU. Um, I like the revenge factor of me being able to rub it in your face when Brian Kelly wins Mm. a chip with LSU and not Notre Dame.
1: So, um, so you went with a power sec team. Correct. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, honestly, we don't have to dive too far into it, but like in five years, every team, every good team in the country is going to be in the sec with this conference realignment. So,
1: You know, that's why I'm a true fan to stick with Notre Dame. Who's in the uh, independent. I wish we refuse. could have, like, I
0: wish we could have a more in-depth conversation about like about conference realignment and like how it's going to affect college football. But I just don't know enough about it. all I know is that it's I, ri- all I know is that it's ridiculous that like what's, I'm what's telling you, what's
1: it's going to ruin college football. I can well, I 100% think it's ruining college football because it's taking away yeah. from for first of all, I think it's ruining in it multiple ways. You're
0: only going to have two. You're going to have the Big Ten and the SEC and that's it pretty much.
1: Like yes that's all there is like. it, it, if another if there's a school from between the ACC Pac-12 and I don't even know the hell it is anymore because they had dropped so many teams Big 12 the like Big 10 whatever the hell they are Big 12 is what it was I, Like, there, which also like, you gotta change your name eventually right if you don't have that many teams you would think but yeah. anyways um, if one of those any power five if they have someone that runs a table then they're gonna still make the college playoffs just because but outside of that you're almost guaranteed that you're gonna have like at least two, if not three SEC teams, it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be almost two every year, but three is yeah. insane, but it, gonna we, have think, to expand we say it's the playoff insane. Too. We say it's insane, but if Alabama, Georgia, and LSU, right, if the only losses they have are between each other all year, mm. it's a good chance that the committee ends up putting all three of them in the playoffs. That's why they're expanding it. I, that's a huge reason they're expanding it at 12. And I cannot wait for SEC teams to go on. A, I hope they go on a drought so bad and just stop like not win for a mm. little bit because I'm, I don't like this shit. What's the point? Like they We're not the NFL for a reason. That's right. why college football isn't the NFL, is because this yeah. is not supposed to be put all the elite together. Right. Like that takes, I understand having bigger, like, stru- like power five conferences. That makes sense because it's yeah. like there's only, you know, only so much you can do with that many teams. Yeah. But now it's just, like all the big teams are just running to one thing. But it's also, I think it's bad for your programs. You're going to be like, yeah, we're in the SEC now. It's like, okay, Texas, Oklahoma. But what happens when, like, maybe you do good, like, right? But it's like there's also a good chance that you're, you're going to have to recruit against some of these, like, teams and shit. Like you'll be good, but you're still going to lose multiple games because of that. Right. Like and you're gonna have at least quite a few years until you can yeah. build to be better than that. And it, so. can, and
0: it like absolutely devastates like all like the fringe programs. So like teams like Oregon State, Washington State, like in the Pac-12, they're fucked now. Like. Like there's no more. There's not going to be any more Oregon, Oregon State games. There's not going to be any more like USC, Stanford games. Like that's all gone. Like I know they like they have already killed like quite a few good rivalry games. Yeah, they they're claiming
1: oh we'll put them in the schedule like once every four years. Sure, exactly. No, I think I think it's terrible. I think it's that this is like I'm so sick of everyone complaining about nil. Like oh that that's ruining college football. Not even close. This is ruining college football by
0: far. Like Pac-12 is going to be irrelevant in a few years. ACC will be
1: irrelevant because eventually Clemson and Florida State will probably leave too. The only thing that's going to save a couple of those teams though is like they're 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 going to cap the sec at a certain number which, you would is, think which so should have happened a while ago yeah. they're going to cap at a certain number the only problem is you're going to have teams like i don't know how this works exactly i'm actually curious and i wish i looked into this part but like yeah like your uh like your vanderbilt and like your your teams that are like you know bottom of the barrel for sec they're going to some i imagine they get pushed out eventually mm. and get pushed to like acc or something like that Right. So you're just going to have an absolute like powerhouse like with the SEC, which is like, yeah, it's cool that it's like you oh, we see good football this and that, but like one of the cool things about college football was at any given time you have a team like Texas, like they, they went down because coaching this and that, right? But for a long time they're really good because of like you're in Texas, one of the best college if not the best football state in America. Yeah. For like what you can get for recruits. Like in Oklahoma, you know all these southern like like big powerhouses LSU, I mean, uh, Louisiana, Oklahoma, Texas, they're all right there, right? So Texas get a lot. It's not saying they can't get them now that they're in, you know, that they're in the SEC and stuff like that. But you're just you're taking away from those the guys that were like, well, I'm not going to go and start on Bama, mm-hmm. but I'll go to Texas and maybe win conference this and that. Well, now they have more reason to be like, I'll be fifth on the depth chart. Right. You know, like, I, I hate this. I absolutely hate this. I think it's stupid. Mm-hmm. I could go on and on about how much I hate it, but it's basically it's irrelevant because nobody gives a shit what I think as far as mm. making. A I mean, decision I sure
0: I'm first on that. I'm first in line yeah. with that.
1: Well, I, I, know, I think you're first in a big line, but this, the point is, I think this is stupid. I mm-hmm. think this is very, very dumb. They're going to look back. You're going to look back and, like, they, even when you expand the college playoffs, you're going to look back in like 10 years. You're going to be like, yep, they 100% ruined it. Yeah. If 10 years max. Yeah. Like, they definitely did. Even then, with expanding the playoffs, mm-hmm. like it's, you still ruined it completely. It's yeah. like, oh, now there's 12 teams in the playoffs with their push for, right? Yeah. In 2024 20, or 25, something like that. Yeah. If they can going to move it to 12. It's like, okay, so now we get to see a sec teams yeah and four other conference winners from the other ones right it's just bullshit dude it's yeah. not even it's not worth it anymore like yeah. they, they really mess that up but um i guess that'll lead us
0: into our picks. so why don't we take a quick break um we'll come back we'll fire off all, all our picks for this weekend give you what you want give you some winners hopefully we'll start off on a good slate because like you said buzz uh our first year doing the show we absolutely killed it with our picks. Um, last year, we were like so so. Mm. I'll, I'll take a lot of blame for that. I was probably like 48%. I was bad. Um, but I'm going to have a bounce back here. So,
1: first year, we we not only put like just we had more time to do stuff, but the second year also, I mean, I don't, doesn't help that I think 99% of the episodes, one, if not all of us, were just hammered. So that didn't help. Yeah. But no, um, I think this year will definitely be different. But in the classic golf, lingo here we definitely get breakfast balls on week one right that's true if, yeah. it's, if it's a bad week week one doesn't count yeah. we start recording on week two as far as, or recording our picks wins and losses maybe during this break what we can do is figure out uh,
0: maybe maybe we go head to head with our with our win count
1: on doc we'll
0: finish uh, we'll figure out a punishment or a reward whatever you want to do But uh, I call it punishment <laughs> punish me <laughs> daddy <laughs> All right. All right, um Yeah, so uh BRB, hello. Money, beer,
1: money. There's just some things in life that go better together. You have peanut butter and jelly, vodka and cranberry, mashed potatoes and gravy, and you have Kyle McGeechin in real estate. He's gonna make sure you have what you need to be fulfilled, just like those three other things we mentioned before. It just works. If you need a new house, you need some land, maybe you wanna sell your house, you hit up Kyle McGeechin at Two Rivers Realty. That is T-W-O-R-I-V-E-R-S-K-Y-L-E at gmail.com to riverskyle at gmail.com. And
2: cut. Beer money. Beer money. Beer money.
1: All right,
0: folks. We are back from that little break, and it is time to give out our first picks of the year for college football. Mm -hmm. And we are going to start... It's actually tonight. You're not going to be able to bet on these. Um, I'd probably advise against that even if you uh, did have time to do it. But... um, these games are going to uh, be playing tonight, but we're going to talk about them anyways. Um, first one
1: is Florida at Utah. Uh, eh, wrong. UConn, NC State. Told you we had to throw that out there. Well, I mean, they're all playing tonight, aren't they? 7.30 compared to 8.00. Hey, are we not doing this normally? All right, go more? ahead. Just, we all getting right, sloppy? It's, all, right, so what, all right, so it's who is it? I'll let you lead all the other ones while this one. UConn, NC State. Okay. Playing at 7.30. The only reason that we're bringing this up is because Joseph Fagnano... The old UMaine. What'd you just call him, dude? Hey, you, you can say that. <laughs> you can say anything in 2023. Um, okay. He played for UMaine for four years, so this is 100% a hundred percent just UMaine shout out, showing love. That's all the only reason why I threw this on air. But they're playing NC State. But to be fair, there is some interest in this because biggest thing is Jim Moore is there now. We talked about the idea of like trying to get that Where? program revitalized. Oh shit, that mouse is running around the floor now. Um, he's at UConn now, Jim Moore. Yep. Takes over UConn, right? So you got some more experience there, something different. And uh, you got the humane quarterback going there, which I have a feeling that's not what you needed to turn that dumpster fire around, but we're still going to show love. And, yeah, UConn's still going to suck this year, but why wouldn't I do something tonight, show some love and throw that UConn spread, plus 14.5. For some reason, it's only 14.5 for UConn, NC State. I'm going to take the 14.5 for UConn just because. Okay. Just because. I think the over-under actually was at like, I don't have it written down right now, but it was it was damn near 50. So I wanted to take the under in the sense of NC State is usually known just for their defense. Mm-hmm. But if this is only 14.5, then maybe there's something I don't know this year. Yeah. So I'm going to take the UConn spread 14.5. That would be my breakfast ball, if anything, this week. All right. But I got to take it.
0: Uh, next up, we got Florida at uh, number 14 in the ranked uh, Utah. Uh, mm-hmm. They're playing on ESPN tonight, Thursday night, 8 p.m. Um, Cam rising is not playing um, The spread right now Or before kickoff It was minus uh, Five for Utah So Utah minus five mm. uh, Over under was 44 and a half um, Mertz Note here uh, the real OGs will remember Graham Mertz and my hatred for him
1: uh, from we season have, one. We, we, yeah, we have a strong hatred. Both posted. Yeah. he screwed us a lot. Strong
0: hatred. So uh, Graham Mertz is now starting quarterback for Florida. Uh, what did you say the Florida projected win total was? Or was he over under five and a half? Five and a
1: half. Yeah, so Florida. And their, and their head coach came out and said excited for the youth in the program but yeah. expecting growing pains. Mm-hmm. So for them only being... The Minus five, five mm-hmm. and a half, whatever it is now. It's is it down to five or five and a half? I don't know, but five and a half would make sense. Okay, an so and the over, well, the over under is 44 and a half. I'm talking about the win total. Oh, sorry. I thought okay, I was saying for yeah. tonight though, I'm saying the spread was only minus five. I know because Cam Rising, yeah, that's not the spread playing, was, right.
0: Yeah, the spread's minus five Utah, um, but that's without yeah. Cam Rising. Yeah,
1: well, I'm just gonna go real quick and just tell you it's the same thing I'm sure you're gonna say. I'm never going grand Merch for anything ever, right. Like exactly. he could, he could come to Maine right now and play for the local middle school, and I would, I would take the spread on the other team he's playing against. Right, I'm not, I refuse. The mm-hmm. five and a half makes sense now, yeah, for their their thing. So, I'm taking even without cameraizing, it does not matter to me at all. I'm taking Utah minus five, okay, and I'm also taking the under forty forty four and a half, okay, because I think Florida's defense is gonna be okay. Yeah, but um, no, I mean, Graham Marshall is gonna throw what two three picks easily. Yeah. At the very least, he's going to just look like an asshole. Fool, yeah, so
0: I'm not touching the spread, but, uh, my pick is also the under, I'm taking the under 44 and a half. Um, Graham Mertz is not exactly a point scoring machine by any means. Uh, Utah is going to be playing with their backup quarterback. Uh, if any indication from last year, um, remains for this year, uh, Utah's, they're just not the same team when they don't have Cam rising. Obviously he's a very big, you know, big time player for them. So without Cam rising in the game, uh, combined with the fact that Graham Mertz is starting at Florida. Uh, yeah, I think the under is um, mm. I think the under is the way to go. So I'm, I'm going with we don't, under 44.5 as well.
1: We don't need to uh, beat a dead horse, so to speak, with this and talk about it a bunch. But the last thing I do want to say about this is the first thing I was thinking was Utah doesn't have Cam Rising, but also I hate the idea when you try to run two quarterbacks, I feel like it never, ever works. Mm-hmm. Maybe it works for, if you're lucky, a little bit here and there, but yeah. not really. Utah is running that. So my first assumption was I'm taking the floor of mine. I was like plus one, like plus plus one ninety, And then mm-hmm. as soon as I had that light bulb click of Graham Merch, I was like, Nope, anything against him.
0: All right. Uh, and then the other good game we want to talk about for tonight was Nebraska going to Minnesota. It's going to be on Fox. Uh, this is Matt rules. First year at Nebraska He's trying to turn the program around. Um, Scott Frost got fired at Nebraska last year. Um, So Matt Rule is coming in to take over the program. Uh, He had some success at Baylor. Uh, Then he got hired to the NFL, flamed out with the Panthers. Uh, But there's no denying he's a very successful uh, college football coach. He turned around the program at Temple. I believe he turned them into a winning program his first year. Uh, Did the same thing at Baylor before he got hired to the Panthers, but... um,
1: huge. Uh, yeah. Cosby fan too
0: um, but you know as good as Matt Rule is uh, Minnesota's got quite a good coach as well they got PJ Fleck um, he's had uh, success there within the last few years um, so the line right now is Minnesota minus seven and a half over under is 43 mm. um, for me for my pick on this game it was kind of a coin flip I was going to lay the seven points with Minnesota uh, earlier in the day because they were minus seven earlier in the day but when it moved to seven and a half I just can't I don't want any part of the hook that's that seven and a half points that I don't want them to win by a touchdown and you know lose on a hook Um, so I'm actually going to put my nuts on the table and I'm just going to go to Nebraska Moneyline with Matt Rule. Hopefully he comes out and flexes his NFL, flexes that NFL dick on him. Be like, listen, I used to be in the NFL. I got hired there for a reason. Um, a lot of people are kind of hating on Nebraska thinking he can't turn him around as quickly as you know, he would hope to, but he's, he's a turnaround machine. He's a turnaround, um, turnaround specialist so mm. i'm going to just go ahead and say fuck it um sprinkle the ne- nebraska money line it was two f- plus 250 last time i saw so um that's going to be my pick on the record mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that game star- yeah it's 818 right now as a recording so that game's already started i'm not going to yep. look at the live score but that's my pick nebraska money line plus 250 hopefully i start out on a on a high note this year so
1: yeah i actually uh i think with I think that Minnesota is deceiving that I don't, I they got a new quarterback coming this year too. I'm not big on Minnesota. I think that they had a couple like Cinderella years it's going on. It's just a on. big spread for them. Well, I, just think, they had, I think they. had a couple of Cinderella years going on, but I don't think they're actually that, you know, that program. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not big on that idea. And, and if, I think that Matt, I think Nebraska, it's easy to say, well, Nebraska, you know, Scott Frost came in, there's so much hype and he still sucks, yeah. Right. I think that between Matt rule, I think there's a couple of transfers that went in there. It's because classic, if you're going to be a NFL, you have experience in the NFL, you're going to get some players that maybe didn't get as much playing time on bigger programs. Yeah. yeah, you're going to want to go there because of the connections. I think that it's not going to be like great year for Nebraska by any means, but I think they're going to be. I think they're going to start out on a high note by win. I mean, I have the spread minus seven and a half. I don't think a win would be absolutely shocking, but I think minus seven and a half is a safe one for this. But I also think they're going to be underwhelming overall <laughs> this year. I think yeah. that I think Minnesota is just I think they're getting too much praise for you know Minnesota being a yeah. huge game against Nebraska. I think they're only doing that because it's Matt Rule's game, like the yeah. you know, first game. I don't think again. I don't think they're going to be that great this year, Nebraska. Yeah. But um, I and, don't think Minnesota. And will honestly,
0: with this line, if if Vegas really didn't think that Nebraska had a chance, like this line would be more like minus twelve, minus thirteen, something yeah. like that for Minnesota, just because like Nebraska was so bad last year, they're mm-hmm. terrible. They lost to, like Rutgers, like. They lost some like pretty ugly games.
1: Mm. and I still um, don't think they're going to be good this year. Don't and wrong, like
0: honestly, like they really have no business only being a touchdown underdog. So the fact that it's really only that, I think that gives me some hope. So like I said, Nebraska money line for me.
1: I think it just speaks volumes to what Minnesota is going to be this yeah. year.
0: And then um, what did you say your pick for this game was?
1: I got I got a Nebraska minus 7.5. Plus 7.5. Uh, sorry, yes, plus seven. And plus half. seven. And yep. No, okay, you're right. so you're taking yeah. the points. That was I like the that. Dash that I, I had there. Yeah. Um, plus I, seven and a half. I'm taking the points because the money line. I I looked at it a lot and I was intrigued, but I was trying to start out on yeah. a good note and get it. You know, get some yeah. Ws under my belt. So I went with the spread. But I, I do yeah. like the money line a lot because yeah. I could see them winning four games this year in this being one.
0: All right. Um. So moving right along, uh, there are some games on Friday, but we're not going to talk about them because uh, none of them are very high quality. But there might be some. You know, the money's in the crumbs sometimes. So some of those. Mm. Uh, kind of less shiny game. sometimes you can find some value so take a look at some Start of the paying lines us more
1: and we'll, we'll exactly
0: those. Uh, so moving right on to Saturday uh, this is a really exciting game in my opinion uh, 12 p.m. kickoff uh, Colorado is going to TCU who is ranked number 17 they're on the national title game last year got their ass kicked by Georgia but mm. no more Max Duggan he is gone he's moved on um, So TCU is without him. Um, I'd be lying if I said I knew who their new quarterback was, but they're kind of plug and play with quarterbacks down there. It's kind of like a rotating door. Like, it doesn't matter who's there. They're going to put up, like, 350 in a few touchdowns. Yeah, you're on the
1: spread. You just need someone that can throw. Um, yeah,
0: But I don't think anybody's really concerned about TCU. I think the shine is going to be more on Colorado. Uh, first year under Deion Sanders, mm-hmm. he had one of the – he had a historically significant uh, roster turnover. Mm-hmm. He pretty much cut, like, the entire team. I would
1: say there's more. I think they needed it. I think overall it was yeah. There's yeah. more. There's more new guys there than like remained. Um, I actually I might be able to pull but, this up somewhere and keep going, but I, there, I have but, the actual number of how many they had, and it's but, it's wild.
0: It's significant, but anyways. Uh, so the line for this TCU at home is minus twenty and a half. So not quite three touchdown favorite, but pretty close. Um, so the TCU minus twenty and a half at home. Over under is sixty three and a half. Um, for me, my pick on the record, I'm going to take the over here. I'm going to go over sixty three and a half. Um, defense is a hard thing to get on the same page with all you need is a couple blown assignments and that's a quick touchdown especially when you're playing TCU that can Mm -hmm. put up a lot of points Um, I got banged Quite a few times last year, taking TCU unders when they were high totals like this. I would, you know, it was 64 and a half, 65 and a half, and I would kind of take the under and it would look good all game. And then they'd cover the, they would go over in the last like five minutes of the game. I guess I got banged
1: by a whole football team. Right.
0: right. Um, so bad. I'm probably going to be dead wrong about that now that they have a different quarterback. It's probably going to be the exact opposite, but that doesn't mm-hmm. matter because my brain's stupid. So I'm taking the over anyways. Um, and then I also think Dion's going to try to like show off and flex and try to, you know, do some fireworks on offense. So I think he's going to take some chances. I see no reason to take uh, to not take the over here so my official pick on the record not touching the spread but I will take the over 63 and a half on this game it's going to be a very fun game to watch can't Mm -hmm. wait to see it so
1: no I like that actually the over was one I was looking at mostly because I know TCU is going to I think they're going to put a good amount of points and I think Colorado is still I think there's some excitement there but I think they're still two to four years away from being somewhat relevant to be like you know they're going to beat TCU for sure like even like want to go that way I'm going to say for sure I'm taking the TCU minus 20 and a half. Okay. And that's mostly because you can bring in all the new players you want. You, you, you do all this shit, but you're, you're still not, you haven't had time to recruit and actually get like legit studs there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like all these, yes, I'm not saying that some of the guys they brought in weren't good. But outside of their, I mean, even Deion Sanders' son is like, that would be normally like, uh you know, mid to like, you know, a little above average, yeah. maybe like transfer guy to get right yeah at quarterback. I really think their biggest, obviously they got Bailey there at Bailey, right? Yeah. um Wait, what the wide receiver, uh, the one that was number one in Jackson State, then one overall crew. Uh, I don't want to make on his name right I was yeah, just looking like, early for this. Either way, he is a legit stud. I think that Sanders' son there, well, Sanders, can toss it up to him and they'll get a couple of big plays. That's why the idea of an over isn't. Like it's not that far fetched because I also think that Colorado defense will give up plenty. Yeah. I think TCU's defense will still give up some. Yeah. But I think it's gonna be a shock to Sanders, the quarterback Sanders' son, Mm -hmm. about this change in where you're playing. You're not playing into you know, you're you're playing in a higher level now. Mm -hmm. Even though it's Colorado for who you're playing with, you're also playing TCU now, though. This is different. I don't think that he's gonna have some outstanding game by any means. I think it's gonna be look better than it is because they're playing TCU, who's like they're not super worried about defense, it's offense. Yeah. But with that said, I still think TCU minus 20 and a half is the way I'm going. I don't hate the over, and I'm probably going to kick myself for not taking it. Mm-hmm. The biggest reason I'm not taking it is because I'm not sold on Colorado being able to score more than maybe, maybe 21 tops against them. Right. I'm just not sold right. on that yet. I could be surprised. I think I think in a couple of weeks we're going to have more, obviously. And more I, w- I would about. not be surprised
0: at all if this, is, if this is the type of game that ends at like 61 points, 62 points, and you get smoke. I hate to put that bad juju in the air, but...
1: Um, I think he's going to be eye-opener. I think Mm Prontine thinks he can run out there and play himself, and it's like you can – like, yeah, he's exciting to watch, Mm -hmm. but I I don't think that's going to translate to, hey, we're going to go out and beat TCU.
0: Yep. Uh, Moving right along, uh, we're going to get into the 3.30 slate for Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. 3.30 p.m. uh, kickoff, we got number three, Ohio State, going to Indiana to play the Hoosiers. Uh, That's going to be a CBS broadcast. Uh, Ohio State, uh, at last look, they were minus 30 road favorites, so minus 30 over-under is 59. Um, my official pick for this game is going to be the under, so I'm going under 59. Um, I think it's going to be like a 45 to seven type of game. So I think the point total will end up in the fifties, but I don't think they're going to quite get to 59. Um, that's just my gut feeling. Um, I don't see them going over. Like it's going to be one of those games where Ohio State gets up like 35 to nothing and then there's no scoring for like a quarter and a half and that sort of thing. So
1: I think it depends on where you're at halftime. When yeah. are you are going to take the starters um, out and what can you do from there?
0: Ohio State could easily score 40 points by themselves. I just don't see Indiana hanging around like that. Um, so like I said my pick on the record. I'm taking the under under 59. Um, you got any picks for this for this game bus?
1: Well, You know me, I'm a little pick slot as much as I said I, I didn't want to do this game because I was like, I don't feel like I have enough feeling yet on like if Indiana could even do somewhat to negate that mm-hmm. offense, but also with a new quarterback is was throwing me off at Ohio State. See, what we're gonna have there, and then I saw, decided I'm not gonna overthink it, I'm just gonna take Ohio State minus 30. Worst case okay. scenario, I'm wrong, but I mean, I think they're gonna come out and probably just blow them out. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it's on the road, yep, yeah. that's a nice, comfortable pick. You know,
0: you can look up and if you bet that, you can look up and be like, yep, that's what I thought. That would be used. Ohio State, 52
1: to nothing, that sort of thing. So yep. I, don't, I don't hate that pick. Um, moving right along. Another also, just real, I think Marvin Harrison Jr. is going to have like yeah, Randy Moss. I think he's going to have a Randy Moss stat line. He's nasty. I think he's going to end up being like five catches, 180 yards, and three yeah. touchdowns or some bullshit. I think he's going to absolutely torch him.
0: They were saying if he had if he had declared for the draft this year, you would have been the first wide receiver taken, so.
1: They had a couple guys come back defensively, too, because they wanted to run it back. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, the the underweight would also make sense because yeah. of that, too, because I don't think that Indiana's going to be able to do anything against that pass rush.
0: Yeah. So, uh, moving right along, we got another interesting game. We got uh, another 3.30 kickoff on ABC. We got Boise State uh, going up to uh, Washington to play the Huskies. Uh, Washington is ranked number 10. Um, speaking of Indiana, they have uh, – they have the former Indiana Hoosier, Michael Penix, mm-hmm. who we, we actually won a lot of units on our first year, um, in 2021 when he was still with the Hoosiers, cause they're pretty good at covering spreads, but he was on, oh, yeah. uh, he was on Washington last year and he is returning once again. And he's actually on that list of, uh, I think he's only like plus, plus like 1100 or something like that for husband. So, um,
1: yeah, he was – He was. A, I almost yeah. – honestly, I almost – I was tempted to take yeah. towards him, but I'm just worried about their win I, total I to, think, like, kind of affect yeah. his Heisman I, run. Th-
0: I think Washington's a sleeper this year. I think they're going to be really good. But anyways, um, yeah. the, the line for this game, uh, Washington is minus 14 at home. Uh, Over-under is 58 and a half. Uh, my pick for this game, I think it's easy. I'm going Washington. I'm, I'm laying the points. I'm going Washington minus 14. Um, I'm glad there's no hook there. I'm glad it's not 14 and a half. I wish the spread was a little bit higher. I think Washington is maybe being undervalued here, but that could be also a signal from Vegas saying, you know, maybe Washington isn't as good as everybody thinks. I feel like this they should be a way bigger favorite over Boise State. Cuz mm-hmm. Boise State really has nothing going for them right now. So the fact that Washington is ranked 10 and they're only a, a 2 point or a two touchdown favorite at home, it's it kind of worries me, but at the same time, I'm just going to send it. So mm-hmm. I'm going Washington minus 14 at home. I f- I hope they have the potential and the talent to blow the doors off of Boise. But we'll see if they fulfill that promise. So my pick for uh, that game, I'm going Washington minus 14. Do you have anything for that, Buzz?
1: Yeah, I think, well, to speak what you said about why is it minus 14, this and that. uh, Well, Washington, I saw that they lose their top two running backs, right? Mm. But they're also way more geared towards passing, and they're returning their top three receivers. Mm. So I don't really understand the minus 14 part, especially Mm. when you have a quarterback that's considered to be in the top five. Heisman, Mm -hmm. you know, he's plus 1,600. He's a top five guy, right? Yeah. Uh, Or maybe top seven, but either way. I'm going Washington -14 for sure. Okay. Every part of me wants to take the over cuz I think Washington's going to run it up, but I just I truly not I don't know enough about Boise State's defense to yeah. to just to speak on it just yet cuz if they're a little bit above average this year, then maybe they can hold it under.
0: I would look at the first half over. I feel like I remember Washington uh, watching games last year I Boise think yeah. Boise State and Washington, they both kind of like start off hot usually. I might look at the first half over. Um, if you do want to root for an over, because, you know, everyone knows betting on overs is, is the most fun thing to do. You're just rooting for and points. And honestly,
1: so. though, this is a perfect game to do because Washington isn't a team that's got to, you know, they're trying to get on the same page. They're returning their same quarterback who's got plenty of experience. This is, what, his fifth year now because of yeah. the COVID year? Maybe six because of the redshirt. Yeah. Fifth or sixth year in like in college football. They have their top three receivers turn who they all played with them last year. It's not like they're trying to really figure out chemistry and stuff. Mm. So I think the over. I think the first is a great one because they're going to be not only fresh, you know, more fresh in the first half. Yeah. You got people that all have plenty on the same page. So I definitely actually like whatever the over is. I might see I like if it. I can
0: find that live right now. Let's see.
1: While you do that, first let me go on to the next one because we don't have anything while you're looking. Tennessee, Notre Dame. Tennessee, Tennessee Notre, Notre State, Dame. Yeah, so, yeah. so Tennessee State, Notre Dame. There is absolutely nothing out about it because it's one of those games where Notre Dame would have to absolutely just shit the bed beyond belief. Mm-hmm. to have anything that's worth putting out for odds. They're not even putting it out there. It's pretty much like every game with Hawaii last year.
0: Yeah, it's going to be one of those games where the line isn't going to be out until probably
1: like uh, the day before live or probably. Yeah. the morning It's going to be bad. Yeah. Um, I'll say my uh, – if I had to pick anything here, I, I'm going to say that I think if you had to guess a spread, I think 35 to, 35 to 38 would be a safe bet, especially with Hartman my only pick for this game is not even who I guess well, say, I'm going to say they're going to win by 35, but my pick here really is Sam Hartman is going to have five plus total touchdowns. Yeah. It's a more player prop. Mm -hmm. I think Sam Hartman, I mean, he had the like against Navy, right? He got, you know, had to get going a little bit, but that's a classic. He's Mm -hmm. gelling with a new team, this and that. I have a feeling that he's going to have zero issues with this defense. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was also two,
0: two things real quick. Um, First half over under for the Washington game is 30 points. So if you did want to sprinkle that,
1: 30 was point. it 30? It's 30 points even, yep. Yeah. For both? Um, or you mean Washington scoring 30? It's a first half over. Like, to, like yeah. Full game. yeah. I love so. that. Yeah, definitely. Um.
0: So, but back to Notre Dame, um, I would also say that if you're thinking about sprinkling Sam Harbin – uh, right now before, you know, anything else pops off uh, for Heisman winner, I would take him now because I think you're right. He's I actually gonna, meant to put
1: that m on do it right now. He's, he's going
0: to take a big old shit on Tennessee State. It's only it's only going to drop from here. Like he was already a very good player, and I think he's going to – I think those odds are only going to drop. So Harmon's would, a legit
1: quarterback. Notre Dame hasn't had a legit quarterback in a long time. Not only a legit quarterback, I think that he is like beyond anything they've had a quarterback since, if you consider what he was at the time, Brady Quinn. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't think it's even close. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care what people ended with their career stats there. And If you're talking about a true quarterback that can truly sling the ball, yep. I think that's where it's at. And I think that Notre Dame is more than accepting, especially Marcus Freeman there be like, no, throw the damn ball. We don't – like, we can – they're a power-running team, They for sure. They have the yeah. – always a top-five offensive line, right? They're going to have that. Like, I mean, their smallest guy is like 6'3", 310 pounds on that offensive line, and they're yep. all legit. But with that said, they're going to pass the ball like crazy. They have the best left tackle in the league. they got good pass protection there. And they have receivers. They got some big dudes out there. You got a six three, six four, a couple of those guys. Yep. They're going to throw the ball like crazy. And I think that they're not going to – there's no reason to – like they have a power back. I mean, they have three backs there. They got three-headed monster, legit three-headed monster. Like they're mm. going to be really good there. But that opens up the pass so much. Yep. That's why at the very least, even if his yards aren't crazy crazy, his touchdowns, I believe – I think he's going to have a lot of those deep balls like you know, hitting him on the play action. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, yeah, no, I'm actually throwing in right now. I'll tell you what it ends up being units. And obviously I say throwing in right now hypothetically. Yeah. But if I was to throw it in, if I did have the option. I know that's what you're... I'll let you know. That's whatever.
0: what you were busy doing earlier this summer is throwing it in,
1: but... That's, it's more like <laughs> spring.
0: Um, while you're looking that up, I'm going to move on to the next game. We got uh, Buffalo traveling to Madison, Wisconsin, to take on the Wisconsin Badgers, who are ranked number 19 in the country. It's going to be on FS1. Another 3:30 kickoff. Uh, interesting note here. Obviously, Wisconsin brought in a new head coach, uh, Luke Fickle, formerly of uh, Cincinnati. Um, Luke Fickle is a coach that got Cincinnati ranked. Um, almost, I think they almost got into the playoff, right? I think, or maybe they did get in the playoff when Desmond Ritter was there, didn't they? Like, I think, they, they,
1: yeah, Sauce was there too.
0: Yeah, it was mm-hmm. that team. So. Uh, uh, Luke Fickle, new coach of Wisconsin. They brought in a very good recruiting class. Uh, Wisconsin is a minus 28-point uh, home favorite, so four touchdowns. Uh, Over-under is 54 points. Uh, my pick for this game, this is easy. I'm not even going to think twice about it. I'm taking Wisconsin, minus 28, I'm laying the points here. Um, I think they can win this game by 45 points at least. Uh, I think they're going to destroy Buffalo. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking Wisconsin. It's a no-brainer in my opinion. Wisconsin, minus 28.
1: Yeah, I'm taking uh, Wisconsin minus 28 as well because Graham Murch is gone. Mm-hmm. That's literally all I need to see. Mm-hmm. That defense is still going to be good. Yep, you have a better head coach. Yep, and honestly, I think they would have been fine head coach wise as long as Graham Merch is gone. Yeah, you have someone that he literally can't get out of his own way. Yeah, so I'm I, I'm taking the minus 28 for sure. All right, uh, the only thing. I'm waiting a couple weeks here. We'll see, but I think they're going to definitely become a little more pass compared to the all run. Like the, oh, they're a bit 100%. more of a run heavy. 100%. So I think that over under is very tempting to see the over fifty four, even with a good Wisconsin defense, just because mm-hmm. I think they could put up points. But you know we'll wait to see on that. But 100, yep. minus twenty eight, I feel like that's super safe.
0: Yep. And then one last game in the three thirty spot, we got uh, UMass. So the UMass Minutemen, they're going to mm-hmm. Auburn. Mm-hmm. Uh, this game is going to be on ESPN. They're playing Auburn. Auburn right now is minus thirty five at home. Uh, so what's that? Five touchdowns. Right. Yep. Yep. Five touchdowns. Uh, Over under is fifty one and a
1: half. Good job. I'm proud of you. Good math. Yeah.
0: My pick for this game. So, like I said, the over under is fifty one and a half. My pick for this game. um, Before I even looked up the first half number, I was like, I'm going to take the first half over in this game because I feel like it's going to be. They're they're going to get out to to a quick start. I think in this game. Uh, So my pick, the first half over. When I looked at it, was over the it's over and twenty eight and a half 28 and a half for the first half. And when you look at the full game, usually what they'll do is take the full game spread and, or full game total and cut it in half. On this, the first half over is considerably higher than what it would be cut in half. Because 51 and a half, that would be 25, right? Mm-hmm. 25 and a half. Mm-hmm. So it's 28 and a half. So they're giving them an extra field goal. So I feel I feel like my hunch is right. So I'm taking the first half over 28 and a half. Um, I just, that's my gut pick. So I'm going with it.
1: I, I like that. I probably should have looked more into like those halves, but I did not do that. But what I did take was Auburn minus uh thirty-five because Hugh Freeze is showing up there. He's got to make a statement game. So I could see him having no problem. Well, he did
0: take over Auburn, didn't he? Yeah.
1: And I I could see him having no problem like running through deep into the fourth quarter with a starter. Yeah. Like at least through the first three, even if they're beating the shit out of him. Yeah. I don't think you know, I think you're gonna see halfway through the fourth is when maybe they'll take someone out. Cause he, you know, he's like I said he's First year there, he's going to make a statement game, and also first year with those guys, he wants to see what they can do. This and that, I hundred yeah. percent see him leaving him in longer, which makes me either way, it feels safe. But especially with that, yeah, definitely taking the minus thirty-five.
0: All right, uh, so moving right along, uh, six thirty kickoff, uh, six thirty p.m. We got uh, Nevada Wolfpack going to uh, L.A. to play the USC Trojans. USC is ranked number six. They also have Caleb Williams, the reigning Heisman Trophy winner. He's also this year's uh, Heisman favorite already at plus four hundred. Um, so, yeah, uh, USC right now currently on the spread. They're minus 38 home favorites. So that's uh, what I say. That was five field goals and a or five touchdowns in a, in a field goal. Yep. So uh, minus 30 over under a 66. Uh, my pick, another weird pick. I looked this up, but I love it. I'm going USC first quarter spread minus 10. So I, th- I think that's the way to go. I think they're going to get out to a hot start. Uh, I don't think Nevada can hang with them. Nevada got picked apart by pretty much everyone they played with last year. Um, I don't see any reason that USC can't do the same thing to them. Um, I want to look up and see USC up by 21 points at the end of the first quarter. I think that's going to happen. So I'm taking USC first quarter minus 10. I think that's way easier to cover. I don't want to get backdoored at the end of the game on a hook or something like that and have them win by 37. I don't want to worry about covering a 38-point spread. I want to get my win over early. So I'm taking USC first quarter minus 10. I think that's a fucking lock. So
1: I like that. I think uh, so. Nevada added... I think it was it was like fifteen plus. I just looked at it earlier. When I was looking through this, but Nevada added somewhere around seventeen, eighteen, just out of Pac twelve, like through the transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So that just simply means they definitely added like starters and also yeah. a lot of depth compared to what they had. So, and with that said, they got a new court quarterback Colorado State. I believe was the guy that came there. I don't, doesn't mean I don't think they're going to win by any means, but I think because mm-hmm. they added some extra talent and because USC's defense is very reflective of that program as a whole, which is like just duty. I think that Nevada will score enough and you with USC's shit defense to go over 66. So I'm going to go over 66. Big Benny is taking a little piss break, but I'll just keep it going. I think it's going to be over 66 um, because, as much as I hate to admit it, Caleb Williams is a legit talent. The way he's, like, just not even passing. He is a legit passer. He's a legit scrambler. He's probably the number one pick. I'd be shocked if he's not next year. He'd have to really fall apart this year. So I see that. I don't see USC magically figuring out their defense this week. After last week, I believe, San Jose State, and they did not do very well holding them to low points. So over 66 is my point for this, Um, for my pick for this. Next game we have is 7.30 p.m. It's West Virginia at Penn State. It's going to be on uh, NBC. It is Penn State minus 20 and a half. The over under is at 49 and a half. My pick for this game is going to be minus 20 and a half Penn State. I'm tempted to take the under at 49 and a half just because, due to like Penn State's supposed to have a legit pass rushing team this year, like yeah. just nasty D line. I think that's a lot for any team to handle, especially a team that's like West Virginia. It's not like a top, top team with these linemen like, offensive linemen to help out. So I'm very tempted to take the under, but I, it's one of those things where first week I need to see, we'll see if they're actually going to live up to what they're hyped up to be. Mm-hmm. So, but with that said, I do know they're going to be enough, or I feel very confident that they're going to be enough to keep that at 20 and a half. Their quarterback this year, he's had he's had playing time, but he has not been like, you know, he doesn't have many games that he's actually played in. But from everything I've read up on before this, when we we're looking at it, is like the biggest thing they always say is he has an absolute rocket arm. So I can definitely see some big plays helping out. And on top of that, they have an absolutely nasty tandem at running back. Mm-hmm. So I see between their two running backs to be, break off some big runs <laughs> and that cannon arm so you can run some play action just launch it. Mm-hmm. I think it's safe to say the 20 and a half is good. Normally, like I said, the under would be tempting because of that defense being so nasty yeah. and because they can run it and kill some clock. Yeah, Week one, A, you probably want to make a statement, so you're probably not going to kill as much clock and try to put up points. Yeah. And B, as I said, we've got to see what that that pass rush can truly do. Yeah. So I'm going to go with minus 20 and a half for now.
0: I do I do agree with your pick of ta- of laying the points at 20 and a half. I do think Penn and State is going to beat the shit out of them. But I think, like you said, like you just uh, alluded to, uh, my pick that I wrote down, I'm t- I am taking the under. I'm taking under 49 and a half. Um, for, for everything you just said and also the fact that this is going to be Penn State's first home game of the season. You know what that environment is like. For sure, uh, West Virginia is going to have a really hard time audibling. You know they're going to have a lot of false starts. They're probably going to they're probably going to have mm. to punt a lot. Probably fuck up a lot of drives. So I, I just don't see West Virginia really scoring all that much. Penn State once in a while they can pop off for a lot of points, but that that usually takes some turnovers turning into scores and whatnot. Mm. So I do think you're going to see Penn State scoring a lot, which. I'm which is why I do like the spread, but I do feel a little more comfortable with, with the 49 and a half, the, the under there. So I'm, I'm yeah, taking the.
1: I, I don't hate it. Like I said, if it wasn't week one, I'd be way more at, but it's just more being cautious. And mm-hmm. the other thing is, you know, we'll see what, how much he produces, but West Virginia supposedly has a true dual threat quarterback. Mm. So, even with a really good pass rush, again, where it's week one, you just get into it. I'm curious how they're going to be able to handle him if he can move out of the pocket. Yeah. Because it's not just like a, packet, a pocket passer where you can just absolutely lay him out every play, right? Mm. That's why the the points is sketching me out a little bit. Yeah. But I don't, like, trust me, I feel like if we're a couple of weeks in, we're probably going to be like, wow, that was an easy over. You know yeah. What I mean? but, but I mean, under. But at, at the moment, I'm just going to mm. stick away from that and go with my minus 20 and a half.
0: Uh, so moving right along, we got uh, another 730 kickoff. This is going to be on ABC. We got the number one, 20 ranked, uh, number 21 ranked UNC Tar Heels. Uh, they're playing South Carolina at South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Uh, game's going to be on ABC. Uh, UNC is minus two and a half on the road. So they're a slight road favorite over under 64 and a half. Um, my pick for this game, I'm taking the first half over, which is at 31 right now. The current total f- mm-hmm. for first half is, is 31 points. Um I don't know. I just feel like UNC has a terrible defense. They have for the last few years, and they're going to have another terrible defense again this year. They lost some starters, guys graduating, transferring, and they really didn't do anything to replace them. Uh, they have a good offense, bad defense. South Carolina is going to be at home. They're an SEC team, um, so you know that they're going to be able to put up points on the ACC defense that is already bad to begin with. Um, I don't want to touch 64 and a half because you never know. what It could be one of those games where they kind of tire themselves out and then you go through, you know, Third quarter, everyone fucks around, doesn't do anything. So, I don't want to do the full game 64 and a half, but I think uh, the first half over it is a lock. I think you're going to see that hit with ease. I might hit in the first quarter, but I like first half over 31 for this game. Uh, you got any thoughts on this?
1: I mean, what you said makes a lot of sense for sure. Um, especially, I, I'm not, this is going to be another classic though. Just, just, this is a little bit separate, but it's the same idea as like, I think Drake May is going to have a pretty solid year, I'm mm-hmm. sure. You know, get, but it's the same way as Caleb Williams. Like those numbers get inflated when your defense cannot, like they just can't stay on the field long enough.
0: Yeah.
1: So you're constantly out there, and when you're constantly out there because your defense is giving up points, you have to pass more. Mm. So I think that's why I think he's one of the more inflated numbers because of that. But also, doesn't take away from the fact that they score. Mm. So uh, because of that, I actually have two picks on this game. I'm okay. going to take UNC minus two and a half. Okay. And I'm also going to take the over 64 and a half. Okay, I'm more confident in the 64 and a half. Yeah, but I'm going to take the minus two and a half with UNC just because I think Max a legit coach. I think May is a legit quarterback, and I think that if they win this game, where it's going to be like in the idea of a shootout, this and that, like I don't. I don't see it being minus two and a half. I think it's gonna be at least three. It's gonna be come down to field goal type deal. Like the if this was three and a half, I would be changing I definitely just stick with the over. Same.
0: how many games last year did UNC come down on the wild? I'm thinking of like the App State huh. game. Um, mm-hmm. they played uh I think like a Duke game maybe last year. It always seems like at the end of the games, like there's something crazy happening with UNC, like someone's missing field goals or extra points or whatever. Yeah. That's why, like that's why that like you just said, the three and a half, I would stay away from mm. the two and a half, I think you're probably pretty safe on. Like yeah. That, so yeah. Um, moving right along another game that I wanted to how touch pissed on how am I going
1: to be if we look and we're just like 0-10 oh
0: yeah
1: we're going to <laughs> <laughs> be something feels like um, we know we're doing though, right? yeah
0: um, moving right along another 730 kickoff we got Toledo at Illinois uh, Big Ten Network nobody's going to be a watch that because who the fuck has a Big Ten Network but anyways uh, Illinois currently is a 9.5 point home favorite over under is 46 um, this game I wanted to bring up you you asked me about it Buzz that mm-hmm. I put it on this. site uh, you're like why the fuck do you want to I was like yeah, that's a good question um, but uh, the only reason is because Illinois, like last year, surprised a lot of people. I, I'm a big believer of uh, Brett Bielema. He's there. He's their head coach. He he took over there um, from. He used to be the head coach of Arkansas. Then he worked for the Patriots for a while. But then he took this Illinois job. Did a great job last year. They had a lot of guys drafted the NFL. Um, but at the end of the day, Toledo's a MAC team. They're they're in the they're in the they're in the MAC conference. Uh, I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with Illinois. I think Brett Bielema. Was a head coach in the SEC for a reason. I think yep. lay, I think laying nine and a half points is a steal. um I could this could be a trap game, but um I see no reason that Illinois doesn't win this game by at least ten points. And I I'm very I feel very good about that. So for, mm-hmm. for that reason, that's the only reason I want to talk about this game was I think Illinois is a steal. Um, but that could be you know that could be cheese in the in the rat trap. You know, so you never know.
1: Could be a rat line, but yeah. Um, I meant to bring up the money line I don't have right here but what I will say is I think Toledo's going to win this game you do I think okay. Illinois they had to skid at the end they lost four of the last five games in the year mm. and then they also lost their top defensive players mm. and their offense has never been they never tried to pretend they're good mm. I mean, it's been all defense style they're like they're like Wisconsin mm. basically except for Wisconsin was hindered by a merch. but still yeah I'm not confident that defense is going to hold up to the same this year. I don't think it's not saying they're not going to be good. I just do not think they're going to be what they were last year. Okay. They were third. I think third ranked last year, like in total um, yards per game. I don't see that happening. And Toledo has a legit quarterback. I think that their offense can score. So I'm actually, I was super tempted to take the over 46, but I don't want to doubt Illinois defense that much right off. Yep. So I am just going to stay with Toledo plus nine and a half. Okay. And I don't have the money line right here, but I was actually going to take their money line. So whatever it is, I'm taking it. I like this. I can't wait to discuss this next week on the show. Oh, I, I could be eating everything. I'm <laughs> just saying I, I got no. I think Toledo, I think they always, like one of those sneaky teams. they been too Tulane for some reason. Those I don't, teams I don't are those I say
0: this enough. I don't give you enough credit because I would, there's, I would literally rather like bring Hitler back from the dead than give you credit for anything. Well, but, I think
1: that's your dream, but yeah. Yeah. Believe me, brother, I know. Um, but, you told um, me i Yeah. but <laughs> yeah. Um. You,
0: you are, you like, I'll be listening back to episodes that we recorded and like knowing what the game results are. And like, you're like with stuff like that, you're usually like dead on the money and I'm usually like dead wrong. So I feel like if you're listening at home, probably go with buzz here. Um, cause in these situations, he's usually right on the money. Um, but if you want to go, I I'm
1: so tempted to touch myself. You've never done this to me before. (laughs) I don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. Don't expect it to happen again.
1: I don't don't think it will. That's why I'm saying, do I just pull it out? Like, I don't know what you do. well No, you don't have to pull out. Well, I prefer if you leave it in, but uh, um <laughs> Hey, we'll
0: be right back and, his, and his, <laughs> historically you've preferred that as well. But mm-hmm. um moving right along, APM kickoff. This is an interesting game. These are these are two teams that I loved betting on last year. Is my they're like my dirty little secrets. Like they're really good at covering spreads and everything, but APM kickoff, we got South Alabama um going to Tulane, who's actually ranked number twenty-four. Um the spread right now is Tulane minus six and a half at home. So slightly under a touchdown favorite, uh, over under is 52. Uh, my pick for this game, I'm going, uh, the under Tulane has had a really good defense the last few years. Um, so I, I do like the under, but I'm also leaning towards South Alabama to cover the spread at six and a half. I think South Alabama is going to surprise a lot of people this year. They did a really good job covering the spreads last year. Um, I think this is going to be a slug fest, which is why I like the under, but I also like, uh, South Al- South Alabama to cover the six and a half. I think it's going to be one of those games where like Tulane's up by like 10 or 12, 14 points for most of the game. Back to our cover from South Alabama at the end. Um, so mm-hmm. this kind of like a coin flip. I'm taking, on the record, I'm taking both those picks. I'm taking under 52 and South Alabama plus six and a half. But listeners at home, if you want to pick one or the other, you know, it's up to you. But um, yeah, those are my two picks for this game.
1: Yeah, I mean, Tulane's, this is the first time I actually. I had this up earlier because I wanted to mention this again. Because when you brought this up, it was kind of like the Illinois game. I'm like, okay, I guess it rank, but look mm-hmm. at it. I the only one thing I did know about this game was that Tulane did have a legit quarterback. Mm-hmm. Outside of that, I really didn't know much. The more Tulane I looked,
0: also has fucking sick uniforms. They don't get enough credit for how good their uniforms are. They're they're so, mm-hmm. so sick.
1: Yes, Queen. Yeah. Um, I also saw though that uh, Alabama, the South, uh, South Alabama, is going to be returning. Uh, well, they had 19 stars returning, but a huge amount of them are on defense. Mm-hmm. So it might be enough to counter that quarterback enough. I don't think they're going to win, but I think it's enough to counter it enough that when you're looking at the spread, six and a half, that's a close, you know, like the six right. and a half is, is that little shitty one because it's like it's got to be one touchdown. Yeah. So this game I'm actually going to stay away from. Okay. But if I was going to take anything, mm-hmm. it would likely be the under 52 just because mm-hmm. I think South Alabama might be able to negate that quarterback. Yeah. I, but I don't see South Alabama scoring a bunch of points. Yeah. But they got a, they got a, a veteran. I mean, they have a lot of experience coming back, because it's especially with these younger teams, you see that a lot, especially if they're already pretty solid. A lot of them don't just, I'm going to go to the draft. Like, it's not like you're a, Bama, like a legit Bama team. You're, yeah. you're South Alabama. <laughs> like, right. So that does help a lot. Um, and also – I actually just saw this for the first time. School will know, though. This is the first time in 122 years of their program. Tulane, has been 122 years they've been in a program. Uh-huh. First time they've been top twenty, uh, top 25. Be pretty disappointed to have the first time under twenty two years and get shit on by South Alabama <laughs> to start yeah, exactly. the year. Right. So again, it's so many more reasons why I'm gonna stay away from it. But I, if I had to pick one under, just because I feel like South Alabama's defense can do just enough to keep under that fifty two mark.
0: Real quick, uh, side note: I wanted to figure out a way to weasel this in, so this is my opportunity. You just brought up uh, that Tulane's been playing football for one hundred twenty two years, mm-hmm. so that would t- it's twenty twenty three, so that marks it right about right around nineteen hundred, right? Hmm. So I was listening to another podcast the other day and they were talking about like like historical events um within college football and one of the fun facts Last that they noted Notre Dame was
1: good, that between mean,
0: yeah? no between okay. ni- between 1900 and 1905 mm-hmm. 40 it was like 42 or 45 players died playing co- college football in within 5 years that's, and
1: this is back when it was real football yeah
0: and then and then um that's when uh Teddy Roosevelt was in office and he literally like called a committee to the White House to like figure out a way to like Make college football safer, but also like more popular because he's like mm. a really big college football fan. He's like, "All right, well, forty plus young men have died within the last five years playing the sport. Maybe we should do something to
1: figure this out." Because oh, I'm sorry, take the excitement out of the game because
0: like they were literally like considering like outlawing football as a sport. Like they're considering okay. making it like illegal to play like as like a college. And so he was like, "No, we can't lose football. Let's figure out how do we like how to make this safer." But uh-huh. I I just thought that was a crazy set. Within a five year period, yeah. forty plus. People died on the field playing football. It's fucking insane. Like think about how crazy that is. Forty people. That's like that's it's, like an average of like ten
1: like ten or twelve guys a year. Those numbers haven't been met since it's fucking people nice. got the COVID vaccine and started dropping on the fields. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's constantly. It's been a while. But, anyways, but also what I think what you're saying is you can hear it first from the Beer Money podcast is Teddy Roosevelt's the reason football soft now. <laughs> I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, moving right yeah along. Actually, that is legit. I, I mean. I did, I have seen bef- things before about him being a huge college football fan, this and that, but I didn't. Oh, yeah, he was. And I'm sure, maybe I probably at one point read this and that, but I didn't realize he, like, had a huge part in like, we need to make this Yeah, no, safer. I'll, I'll send you the link. It's what, the, like, what, 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 I don't, I, you probably, I'm not asking like you would know this, or maybe you did see something, but, like, what did he do that put in place to make it safer? Because it's like, stop using leather helmets or no helmets. Like, oh, yeah. Like outside of that like what did you what did he do that make it safer
0: like i said he like called like a special committee to the white house and i think they yeah. worked on it for like a week so one of the major changes was like they instituted like like you were like the forward pass that was one of the things um they made the ball more like aerodynamic so it's easier to throw um they, people getting hit in the face and dying like, well, this was, and they also like lowered uh like the How many people are on the field? So, like, for when football first started being played, up until this point where we were just talking about, they had there was 25 players for each team on on the field at the same time. So there's 50 guys on the field at once, and and football, as we know it now, is 11, right? So they basically cut that in half. So originally,
1: excitement, soft, gone. Okay, yeah.
0: So that was one of the rule changes. Was how wild would
1: that be right now? I know, right? 25 on each side, just 300 pound plus monsters just killing. Yeah. Yeah. So, I Jesus mean... Christ, this should be bigger than... This should be, like, yeah. UFC shit. Yeah, we can, I mean, we could make a whole
0: episode about, like, how football has changed over the years, but th- those were, like, some of the...
1: No, that, the, that's the actually wild. Um, yeah. I didn't know that, but also, just really quick note on that. I feel like one of the first things that anybody could have done has been, like, oh, we should wear legit helmets.
0: Because, mm-hmm.
1: like, let's be honest. How are these people dying? It's head shit. Yeah. I highly doubt it was anything outside that. Mm-hmm. You might have your very... I mean, like I said... Up until recently, and I'm not, I'm actually being serious in that. There, you didn't have people who's constantly, oh, cardiac arrest and drop. And like, that has been a very recent thing. For whatever yeah. reason, it fucking is. It's, it's just what it is. We don't need that's to go a into it.
0: Huh?
1: Yeah, thanks, Joe. But no, uh, but being legit, like, let's be honest, like, that's actually happened a lot. You've seen a lot in like high school, college. Maybe there's like, maybe there's covering more. LeBron's son. Yeah.
0: LeBron's son had a.
1: a Wish partner, it was LeBron, man. but no, I'm just kidding. But um, what I'm saying is, I don't, I don't actually know. Like, it, it is possible they're just covering more because. Because they're covering, you know I mean? Maybe they're covering it more because it's a reason to have the media stir shit. You know, I really don't know. But let's be honest outside of recently, you haven't seen a whole bunch of shit be like, oh, they dropped on the field because of heart stuff, right? And they died. I go on this. Mm-hmm. It's you, every once in a while I see like a heat stroke thing, this and that, and like usually like Texas or like Florida or something. Mm-hmm. But if we're, it's head shit. It's always gonna be head shit pretty much. Mm-hmm. Outside, like I said, the the heart show it's almost always head shit. So I don't know how it took us so long to be like, oh, yeah, cover your head. Yeah. <laughs> For so long, they were just, yeah. like leather helmets. And shit. Like my, like it, my, my technically is from my stepdad, but like grandfather, like he literally wore leather helmets. I showed you. wasn't that long ago. Mm. Like we we're literally like uh, throw a piece of bacon on your head. Yeah, and they're like you'll be fine. And they're literally just colliding noggins all the time. Yeah, and also like head down all the time. They're like the best way to tackle is put your head down, get that neck fucking snapped, and you just mm. hit him as hard as you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably yeah. gotten so soft. Yeah. Side tangent. <laughs> Anyways, uh,
0: yeah, and nice then one. um. Like, like I said at the beginning of the show, there's actually no NFL games this Sunday, so shout-out to college football for putting uh, one of the best matchups on of the weekend in the primetime slot on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. So Sunday, uh, Sunday night, September 3rd, we get a 7.30 kickoff between uh, my new baby, the LSU Tigers. Uh, they are ranked uh, number five, um, and they're I, actually— I,
1: I have— I kind of hate you for that. I don't know why. I just don't like you for that one. It's
0: because I got your old, your old bay.
1: No, I honest, old bae, it's not because that. it's just, I, I just, I, I see you as a man of integrity. Where you're gonna go and you're gonna pick some team that's not just like a top team because it's your new team. Well, if
0: I recall correctly, you assumed I was gonna go with Bama or Georgia, and I did not. No, you, you picked literally
1: what would be my third option, yeah. <laughs> LSU. Yeah. Well, I just, Honestly, part of it, too, is I'm salty. I thought I had another Notre Dame fan, Someone I'm gonna, like, actually watch games and cheer for him, you know. Fuck no, dude. If you I thought, need some heartbreak here, but also Sam Hartman's going to make you be like, oh, I, I messed up, man. I can't believe you thought I would
0: commit to Notre Dame full-time. You're right, dude. I'd rather be fucking dead than root for the same team you do. So you, you
1: lied to me to get the clothes off. That's all you did. That's literally what <laughs> yeah. you did to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I promise yeah. I'll call you yeah. back. Yeah, you're
1: a scumbag is what you are. <laughs> you know who else is scumbag?
0: Ryan Kelly, and mm. that's why he's my new coach. maybe so, my favorite. Like I said, uh, number five LSU is traveling to Florida to play the number eighth ranked FS Florida State Seminoles. I don't know how the fuck they ended up. I know they have a really good quarterback, but like, eh, they, shitty. They have why? Because he's black? Is that why you said he's shitty? No, the team. <laughs> no, but I was about to Jordan say that.
1: is supposed to be a Heisman guy. I hey, I'm fuck, not sold on him.
0: I don't know how the fuck they ended up at number eight ranked with like how bad the program has been like the last few years. Like, yeah, they like covered spreads and stuff, but they're like pretty much 500 or worse. Like. The last few years. So, but regardless, uh, LSU is minus two and a half points on the road. Over under is uh, 56 points. Obviously, my pick for this game, you can probably predict this already. I'm taking LSU laying two and a half. So, I'm taking LSU minus two and a half. Um, honestly, with me jumping on the LSU Tiger bandwagon, mm-hmm. um, I would take. I'm, I'm recommending you don't have to do this, but me personally, I'm taking an alternate spread for plus money. Uh, I think you can get LSU minus three and a half minus four for like plus 130. So I think they're going to win this game by at least a touchdown. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't let this, the this tiny little baby spread throw you off. I think LSU is going to dominate here. Um, they lost, uh, they lost last year, first week of the year, at home to Florida State. They lost twenty-four to twenty-three. I think that's going to be a really, you know, a motivating factor for them. I think they're going to come out and kick the shit out of Florida State. Yep. So that's why I'm recommending, you know, the safe bet is LSU minus two and a half. But like I said, you can take an alternate spread, maybe LSU minus five for like plus money. So that's what I would do. That's what I'm going to do personally. But do what you want. But anyways, uh, Buzz, you got any any plays for this game?
1: I'll keep it simple. LSU is going to beat the shit out of them. This is—it's insane that Florida State. You're bringing in a guy at quarterback. And everyone's hyping up Jordan Travis, who played for LSU. I mean, for uh, Louisville, right? Last year, if I'm correct, I'm all, I'm 99 positive. If I'm thinking the wrong guy, then I'll take back what I'm saying. But I'll tell you right now. I'm pretty sure this is your your transfer quarterback, right? That you're hyping up.
0: I thought he played on FSU last year, but he ended up getting hurt and like they had to bring in someone else. I could be misremembering, but you're, you're probably right.
1: No, no, I I could definitely be wrong too. I thought he was the, uh, or maybe he played for Louisville in the beginning a couple of years ago. Mm -hmm. My point is I, I don't understand why we're hyping up Jordan Travis at all. And why we're hyping up Florida state at all. They've done absolutely. They certainly
0: shouldn't be ranked number eight just because they have a good quarterback.
1: But even past that though, you're looking at what have they done recruiting to be like, Oh my God. Yeah. Three, four, the last three, four years they've built so much. that you're going to see it now no, I think they're they're way and also with LSU, they're returning some of their best defensive players, yeah. which is just it's all you need to start. Yeah. The minus two and a half is what I have on. I have well, yes, minus two and a half LSU. I would, if you wanted to, maybe parlay the under just because yeah. I don't think Florida State's going to do shit. Yeah. But I think this is going to be a blowout. Honestly, if I could take like, an alternate line, I'm not joking when I say if I can take an alternate line, I and I can take you the can. minus. Well, I'm saying I take minus thirteen and a half. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, a two-touchdown-plus yeah, yeah. easy. I don't, I don't see this being a close game. Honestly, re- I'd be shocked. I could be wrong. I've been wrong a billion times in my life, but I can tell you I would be shocked if LSU, A, didn't win. I'd be absolutely shocked. And mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if they didn't win by two touchdowns-plus. Yeah. I don't understand why we're hyping up Florida yeah. State. I don't give a shit if it's yeah. a home game for Florida Honestly, State. Honestly,
0: what it comes down to, what it comes down to for me is you can throw out who the coaches are, who who got transferred in, transferred out. You can throw out yeah. everything. All you need to know is that LSU lost at home by one point to Florida State last year. They want revenge. They know they're the big dick on the block. They're fucking LSU at the end of yeah. the day. They're going to go in and take care of business. So don't, don't be scared. I think this is going to be a Vegas trap. They, oh, the spread's That's only two. That's 100%
1: just, of Vegas. Just, it's because it's five versus eight, yeah. which I'm also, again, I'll fully admit I say it every year. I never understand why they rank Notre Dame so high. Outside of the fact that it's a money grab because they're, if not the number one, Mm -hmm. they're like the like top three most popular team in the sense of like you know fan like you know like TV watches and that like fans and shit like Mm -hmm. that and that idea because they're a they were easily accessible for so long, but also they they they've built a huge fan base. That's what they are. And they always hype them up because of that. It's a money grab. So I always get let down every single damn year because Notre Dame's going to be a top 25, a lot of the time top 12, and they don't live up to it. I can tell you right now, Florida State fans, they are not living up to this. I would be, I'm legitimately, I would, if I could put this in as a bet with units right now, I would say that Florida State will not be a top 25 team by the end of the year. Yeah, I agree. I do not think they will. Even with the ACC, I don't think they will because I bet they lose to Miami. I bet they lose to Clemson at the mm-hmm. very least, those two, and they're going to lose lose yep. week one to LSU. So that's three losses guaranteed. Yep.
0: Uh, speaking of the ACC, speaking of Clemson, that is our last game of the week, our last picks of the week. This is actually a Monday kickoff, so Monday, September 4th, 8 p.m. kickoff on ESPN. We got the number nine ranked Clemson Tigers going to Duke uh, to play the Blue Devils. Uh, Clemson is only minus 13 on the road. We were kind of discussing that off mic earlier, maybe on the doesn't matter. Um, so yeah, Clemson. You're talking about. How you love the all white Duke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Clemson is minus thirteen on the road. Over under is fifty five and a half. Again, worth noting. Clemson's ranked number nine. Duke is unranked. Clemson's only a thirteen point favorite. I feel like this is like a reboot of last year when like Clemson was ranked most of the year but could never cover a spread. Mm-hmm. Um, my pick for this game, um, as gross as it sounds, I'm gonna ride with it. I'm taking the over fifty five and a half. Um, I, I don't think they're going to blow it out of the water, but I think this is going to be a game that ends at like 56, 57 points probably in the last second. But I do think you're going to, you're going to hit that over slightly. I do not trust. Um, it, it's weird because you want to think Clemson can cover that 13 points, but like, why aren't they a bigger favorite? Hmm. You know? And they are so bad at covering the spread last year. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that Clemson kind of runs it up on Duke. I know Duke can score a lot. Uh, 55 and a half is kind of like a no man's land number, but I'm going to take the over anyways. So fuck it. Roll the dice. Only game on Monday night. College football's back. Let's bet the over taking Mm -hmm. the over 55 and a half.
1: I don't hate the 55 and over 55 and a half because I think Clemson, like, I mean, just as everyone, you thought DJ was gonna be better than he was little ukulele boy there. We thought he'd be better at quarterback. Wasn't, I think Cade's legit. And I think the new quarterback, Cade, now, he's going to be, he's already a Heisman, for, like, you know, one of the Heisman runners here. Yep. I think he's legit. When he came in, you saw what he was. They kept taking DJ out to put him in. It was like the classic what Notre Dame did when they would bring in um, Drew Pine and all yeah. of a sudden he'd lead him back, right? So we can do with Cade. Cade, I think, he's going to be a legit quarterback. And the defense wasn't, the defense definitely was underwhelming last year for Clemson more often than not. Mm hmm. All, all those guys, their top guys that they like could have gone to the draft, especially on that d line in particular that I'm speaking to, came back because yep. they know that they were shit last year. I think they also knew that they have Cade now. I think that Clemson is gonna I don't fifty five and a half would be because of I think Clemson's gonna run it up. Mm. but I'm taking Clemson minus 13 for sure. I think Clemson is gonna blow them out. It does not mean I think that when it gets to the playoffs that Clemson's gonna be able to hang with a Georgia uh, you know, a Georgia, Alabama. LSU, I think maybe K could, if he lives up to what I think he is and what people are saying he's going to be, then, yeah, I think that they could keep it close maybe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But uh, I think Clemson is going to just absolutely route, dude. You
0: know, a matter of fact, you can put me down for that, too. I'll take Clemson the minus 13, too. So I'll
1: take Clemson minus 13 and uh, the over 50. I actually have on here Clemson minus 13. I said my parlay with over 55 and a half. Yeah. So I'm going to stay with my official Clemson minus 13, but you know damn well I'm going to throw we my hands on that parlay. oh Oh, my God, too they have. Yeah. yeah. 100%. percent been broke my whole life. What's another week? <laughs> right. <laughs> all right. Uh, so
0: that's all our games for this week's folks. Um, mm-hmm. do you have any other closing statements before we wrap this up? I know you don't like to wrap it up, neither do I, but we do have to mm-hmm. wrap it up eventually, if you know what I'm saying. But
1: Yeah. No, I got I got nothing. I'm all well good. I'm pumped that we got another weekend. I'm telling you right now, we talked about this before and feels good to see, be This should be more of an off mighty, like, but I don't care. I'm gonna say right now. This was the first time. I think it's just because it's been a while because we actually took a longer break this time than before. Where I actually almost like weirdly felt, I wouldn't even say nervous, just like, almost like I didn't know how to talk mm-hmm. on the mic. Like, when we first started, I literally like I don't even know what I'm doing right. Like, I felt like yeah. my brain could not be quick enough. Because like, when we're having conversations, one thing, but it's like, you know you're recording. Yeah. So that, like definitely threw me off. Yeah. So like, but I'm pumped now. I'm so pumped. Now that we've done through this, I'm like, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, this is why I fab do it every week. Like, right here. <laughs> so, I'm pumped to be back. Yeah, it feels good. We're going to keep it going for sure. Yeah. Um, Hopefully, my um,
0: my hope and plan is to because full full transparency, the listener numbers have dropped off a little bit within the last year. I think that's because we were kind of all over the place as far as when these podcasts were getting posted. My goal is to, between Buzz and I, figure out a day of the week that we can commit to, to have episodes posted for you guys at home to listen to. So you can depend on it being whether that's Wednesday morning, Thursday morning, Friday morning, whatever day we
1: pick, I want to
0: be able to commit to a day and a time where you guys can depend on this podcast being posted every Mm. single week, like clockwork. I know that's what we need to do. I know that you guys love listening to it. We just got to be more consistent with it. And that's on us. I think we're going to be better with that. Mm. I think we're going to pick a day. We'll let you guys know what day that is, and we'll fucking stick to it, man. We've also stick accidentally
1: lied every time because we truly did put it in the mm-hmm. LLC. It came back. We got to send it back out. But we we have it, literally everything we need. Yes. Our sponsor, Kyle he gave us the check. Mm. It's all there. We just need to resend yeah. it because it got kicked back for whatever reason. I don't even remember now.
0: But we really didn't you don't have- know what it was. Is because I did like a uh like an e-sign like docu-sign thing, yeah. And then I sent that in as a thing, and they're like, "Yeah, everything looks good except like the signature has to be in ink." Like the only thing was like the signature wasn't in like physical ink.
1: Like, oh, uh, like I think okay, yeah. So you heard it. You heard it here first. It is on Ben. If it is not done by the end of this week, and we got <laughs> merchandise coming out soon, so it is on Ben Cabal. Yeah. Though if this is not done by the end of the week, his fault. No one else. This will be done by the end of the week. We will have our LC finished soon. We will have merchandise out, and yeah. you know damn well that we may suck at a lot of things in life, but putting out sick merch will not be one of them. That's right. We will have dope shit. It's going to be funny. It's going to be look good. Mm-hmm. It's going to be awesome. I'm actually pumped about the merch because, like I said, all the time I look at stuff and I'm like, why would they pick that? Like right. that looks like shit. Yeah. That does not look good at all. Like we won't do that to you. We're yeah. going to have some cool ass shit coming out. Mm-hmm. So for real. And I still for real putting on Ben, but we will have this LLC in by the end of the week. We will have merchandise coming within how long does it takes the LLC's, LLC to come back? What, maybe two weeks? Three weeks? Um, it'll probably, yeah. Okay. Two so if by September 28th, by September 11th, no, just- <laughs> if by September 28th, we do not have the LLC finalized and we do not have merch in the making, we're gonna take a toe every episode from Ben until yeah. we have it, because it will be on him. This yeah. is gonna be on him. I'm not doing this shit. This is a problem. Okay. We will have it out there. I promise you, he truly does all the podcasts I do too, but we're gonna get this out. We're gonna get the merchandise going, because we want our numbers to go back up, because we actually did, we legitimately grew, and it felt really good. And we might have lied to you guys, and we planned to not lie, but we thought we were gonna have everything out, and we didn't. So we're gonna actually have it out now. We're gonna yeah. get this shit going. Yeah.
0: So, uh, thanks for tuning back in. We're happy to be back. There's a lot of big things coming. Uh, We're going to get back to grassroots, putting out some bangers. So, um, happy to have you back. Looking forward to uh, many more episodes of the show, and hopefully you uh, win some beer money on these picks this weekend. Um, But without further ado.
1: Toodaloo, mother...
2: Beer money, beer money, beer money, beer money, beer money. Be your money. Be Let's be your make money. that motherfucking peel be money. Beer money, beer money, beer
1: money. Be money. Be- this podcast doesn't guarantee results. I can personally guarantee a good amount of W's, but to cover our sweet cake, we just want to give you that reminder. Also, if you or anyone you know has a gambling problem, please reach out to your state's local resources for help.